Okay. Um, one of my uh, so okay. Bien, bienvenidos. <laughs> Gracias. Epi episodio número 30. Uh, es un buen número. Uh, sí, sí. Con el, <laughs> con el dominicano número uno, César Sánchez. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, muy bien, gracias. Good to thank, see you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. It, was a, it was a surprise when you, yeah. when you get the text. Uh, so, yeah, our first and, and the best Dominican um, <laughs> on Badass Records podcast. Um, one of my first um, uh, chef jobs when I moved back to Kansas City, um, there was, a, of course, a very, you know, the back of it. If back you if you were white or black, you're in in the back of the house. You were a huge minority, uh -huh. like yeah. almost all Hispanic, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a lot of those guys came from the same part or area, you know, of, of Mexico. And mm -hmm. uh, there was a there was a Salvadoreño, um, but but they all became, mm -hmm. became close, right? Yeah. So um, I learned. I kept hearing this phrase, um, and it was uh, "Vamos a la treinta." Like, just kind of periodically. Like, I heard it a few times and yeah. didn't make the connection. And then finally I was like, well, what, what is the train to? And they were like, oh, you don't know? I was like, no. And they are like, so there's this uh, gal uh, that sometimes we'll go see after we've all been out. Or, oh. Yeah. And so for, thir for, for $30... <laughs> You had a good time for it. <laughs> and so, and so, there was this really great, like the maybe you know across eight years, uh, running that kitchen. Probably the best dishwasher I ever had was an older gentleman, yeah, Don David, and uh, I guess he went with them one time, uh huh, and was wait, you know, that I think they all just sort of like waiting in a line. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so the trend was very popular. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was uh, all the same person uh -huh. or, or what but uh when it came <laughs> when it came to uh his turn he took out his um wallet and all he had was 14 bucks and so. he goes he goes uh 14 yes or no <laughs> so sí. so i would hear like we'd be on the line and i'd hear vamos a la 30 and then, yeah but for him was only going yeah, to the 14 yeah and then somebody <laughs> would be like 14 yes or no <laughs> So I, uh, when I realized that you were uh, number thirty, I ch I chuckled remembering <laughs> that. Um, so we've known each other like wow. six years, uh, eight years, gonna be now. Okay, two thousand fourteen. Oh, so you started a year after me. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And uh, born born and raised in the Dominican. No, no, no. Actually, I was born in Puerto Rico. Okay. And uh, this is a story why I was born in Puerto Rico. But uh, after a year, when I was born, then uh, my parents, they moved to the Dominican Republic. They're both from Dominican Republic. Okay. Uh, in the 1960s, there was a revolution in the Dominican Republic. My parents, they had to leave the country to New York. Uh, uh, in they, 1965. They're, they're married and they were married already. Okay. Yeah, and they, uh, and they already had a son my brother, and uh, my, we had an uncle 
other who helped him to leave the country. Uh, because my father, he was in the, in the coop, uh, in Cannon Coop, in the Dominican. So they took him out of the country with his wife and his son. Uh, they sent him to New York. Part of the coop, like takeover? Like takeover? Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Sent him to New York. They sent him to New York uh, because uh, my my father, he wanted to go to New York. It's, okay. Uh, New York was, uh, yeah. The end all be all, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, but New York wasn't what they hoped were going to be. Oh. Yeah, so they, they had to work. You know, two jobs, both, sure. both of them, you know, uh, morning shift, night shift, for years, and that, on those times, my wait, mom... Wait, time out, so were they, like, when it, when they had to leave, were they terrified? Was it horrible, or...? Uh, well, it was out of the blue, it was, uh, uh, one day, they were, uh, well, the military is looking for you, the next day, either you leave the country, or... Nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going now. Yeah, I'm, so... Yeah, so they had no choice. Did they like leave stuff behind? Yeah, the, the, fresh everything, start. Everything. My uh, the story goes as uh, my my son, my my brother, he only had one pair of pajamas. That's all he had when he came to New York. My wife, I'm, I'm my my father and his wife, my mom, they came with two hundred bucks. You know that some yeah. friends gave him on the way to the airport. So that was it. So they came and not knowing anybody and to did, New York. Uh, so like, could you? Just get on a plane and f- without, well, without... They, they help him. They help him. They help my father. Uh, my, but I mean, like paper what, papeles. Yeah, yeah, all, uh, yeah. What? It, how... Well, they 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 put something together for for okay. them, you okay. know, to to leave the cool. country. So, and that was supposed to be only for a few years until everything comes down and they could they could come back. So, for those years, I spent five years working in New York. So, in nineteen seventy, both, both of them both doing two, working two jobs, two jobs. So, With, um, how many kids? Uh, well, my mom, oh. she lost uh, three babies in Damn. that process. And then in 1970, she became pregnant with me. Okay. Uh, and she didn't want to lose me. So my, my uncle, he was a doctor in Puerto Rico. That's why uh, my the my uncle said, come here. You know, let's try to save the she baby. She lost three babies in New York? In New York. Yeah, three babies. What was happening? It's, uh, it's, uh, they had to work. Uh, and low nights. Stress? And, uh, stress. Not enough rest? Not enough rest. My mom, she said that uh, half of the Hudson Rivers are her tears. Oh, my God. Because every That's night. It's kind of beautiful. I mean, po- it's poetic. Beautiful, it's poetic, but it's, uh, it's very but sad, of course. Every night when she leaves oh. uh, the hospital, she used, she used to be a cleaning lady at night in a hospital. Uh, she leaves, uh, and she had to walk through the Hudson River, and she had to stop by and cry. And you know, trying to get all her emotions out. Did uh, did people at any of her two jobs know? What, I mean, they had, was she ever visibly pregnant? Uh, yes, but she had to work because uh, you have to because if you stop working, you're not making any no, money. No, I know, but did any people that she worked with know what she was going through? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. but uh, she got they got no relatives. Basically, they got some, some cousin, but uh, nothing like a, too close. And then, uh, well, that happens. Uh, uh, so your uh, uncles like come to Puerto Rico come for, to for Puerto this Rico. baby. Come to Puerto Rico. Okay. That's how this so uh, my mom went first, then my father. He followed her, and then I was born in Puerto Rico. I mean, and are, then, are they like leaving everything in New York behind? Uh, well, they sold. Uh, they 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 were they weren't sure if they were coming back or not. But when they went to Puerto Rico, they it was going back to the Caribbean. 
going back to their it's, it's not the same country or the same island but it's the same vibe style, style of life yeah so they, they decided to stay in puerto rico for a while but then the situation in dominican became better for them so they went back to dominican and so, never came back to new york uh, not to new york eventually many many years ago uh they they went to florida okay in the late so they, they've left their entire lives behind twice mm-hmm. wow yeah. hey you gotta do what you gotta I, do. I, I, you, the first place I go with that is imagining the youth of today. Just okay, like I mean, obviously I don't know mm-hmm. many, or but but the it seems like the, there there's a large level of upset for much 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 less. Oh yes, yes. And so just if you're like if a uh, you know. Um, uh, uh, 26 year old today like all of a sudden is faced with you know we have we have to move to another you know like mm-hmm. now yeah. uh, anyway I, yeah it's no, also no. it's also it, cultural the, differences you know, and, and culture and uh different uh the reality of the situation in the country you know they have no choice yeah you know? that is either that or in a week you may lose your life yeah and uh, my father probably thinking he has a wife and the kid you know they need to, so, need to are support. you an only child at the moment he was the only child no, you. No, I have a brother. That was my brother. So I can't. I was born in 1970, but that, that happened in 1965. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you yeah. have an older brother, and then yeah. you, and that's and, it. Just and that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It. That was the, the last one. So the best one. Back or they go to Puerto Rico. Uncle helps with the birth, and brother's born, and they yeah. stay for a minute, and then back to the Dominican. Back to the Dominican. So and then so in 1971, we move back to 71, 72. Back to Dominica, and then with both of you, you're yeah, both yes, okay, yes, okay, the whole family, and then then I was uh, living in the capital, Santo Domingo, okay, all my, basically all my life, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so they came to Florida. Are you still living at home, or have you? Are you- uh, well, when uh, in nineteen after I, even even after I got married. Uh, is when they decide to come back to the United States to give a, a second try. Uh, uh, they were fine. They were fine in Dominican Republic, but they wanted to because uh, they were already uh, United States uh, citizens. They both uh, they, they got their citizenship. from their small amount of time in New York. Yeah, for that small time in New York, they both got citizenship. And it didn't. Uh, you don't have to like renew it, or I mean, uh, doesn't. I, no, I guess citizenship no, isn't like a passport. No, you just no. have it. And then so when they in nineteen in the mid nineties. Their year for Social Security was coming soon, so they said, "You know, let's uh, let's have let's go back to the United States, work for a few years, and then trying to make enough hours to start earning for the Social Security." That's what they did. Okay, and they 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 did it for a few years, and then they they migrate back to Dominican. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, how did how do you wind up stateside? Uh, here. In, in I got married in the early nineties, mid nineties. Okay. Uh, and then uh, in, in the Dominican, in the Dominican okay. with my wife. Uh, so you guys, we, we met she... in college. Okay. And then uh, while we got married, we opened a restaurant in Dominican Republic, uh, and the restaurant was doing pretty good. But uh, a hurricane came in nineteen ninety eight. A hurricane Ugo, I think it was. Uh, Ugo. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then. Uh, uh, at the restaurant didn't <laughs> didn't do well with those hurricanes. Yeah. So and, and then we already thinking about to 
come to United States to give it a try, but that was uh, basically a, def uh, a definite step to make the decision. So I came in 98 first, uh, but I got my degree in hotel restaurant management, so I decided to start working straight in hotels when I came. Okay, and, and then my, but, how old are you? I was 20, 28. Okay. Uh, but no English whatsoever. I thought that, that only with the title I was going to make it here, but I, I knew nothing about English. So when I came first, uh, I found a job uh, at a coffee shop in, in a mall in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, then my wife, she was already pregnant with my second child. Uh, then she came a few months later. Okay. Uh, but uh, because uh, I was a United States citizen, because I was born in Puerto Rico, it was easier for them to get that ah, uh, residence. Okay. Okay. So, so, so are her folks uh, also from the, was she born and raised in the Dominican? Yes, she was born and raised in Dominican. And you guys met in college? We met in college. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so you guys have two kids. Now we got two kids. And they're how old? My son, he's 27. Okay. Uh, they were both, they were both born in Dominican. My son oh, is 27. Okay. And uh, my daughter, uh, 23, 23. When she came to United States, she came uh, three weeks old. She was three weeks Damn. old when she came. On a plane? On a plane. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, like, I mean, next year, your son will be how old you were uh -huh. when you yes, first when, when I came. left your family. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, hopefully, I, I mean, how, what ways could you guys communicate while you were You're here? Sorry, uh, uh, through phone, you know, sure. we, we talked. But but th that was still a long distance era, right? long distance. Not cheap. And not only that, because we, we were always the, very tight. Very so every time that we call, when that we talk, my thoughts were, I need to come back because uh, I miss my wife and my kids. But my wife, she was telling me, no, you stay there. <laughs> <laughs> because we already made those, those so plans. So tight meaning close. Yes. Not broke. No, 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 okay. no. no. Okay. <laughs> well, we we weren't making the money. Right, right. So I came with two hundred bucks. <laughs> from... Just just like your, yeah, folks. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. What a trip. Yeah. Um. It, it, forgive me if I don't remember correctly. Did Did your dad recently pass? Yes. A, a, few, a handful of years. Uh no, he died uh, this March, six months ago. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, what was his name? Fernando. Fernando. Fernando Sanchez. Sanchez. Fernando Sanchez. Rest in R.I.P. Yeah. Um, great guy. No, because I was my father, but what a great guy. But I mean, he, like, for, uh, it felt like for a pocket of time, uh, there were some questions about his health. Yes. Uh, he he got some kidney problems. Uh, in the 80s, uh, he, they found some stones in his kidney. So the kidneys, uh, since those, those years, were not running well. Okay. And then the last few years, they started making dialysis. Oh, and when they started making dialysis, uh, it's not good. He <laughs> he fought. He was a fighter. Uh, and then he fought for years. Wow. But then at some point, you know, life goes on. So yeah. He, died, he was 85 when he, when he passed okay. away. Um, yeah. The gal that was episode 26 lost both of her parents just in the last... Um, 18 months, two years, all, all in the COVID bubble mm. and dad went first and the, and the way that it, they like, so they're at home, but just very obviously things are deteriorating and they're just not able to do what they take their meds. And yeah. well, so mm -hmm. they, they, they got him into a facility and, uh, he, he was having kidney issues Yeah, and so he would go like maybe multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. to a dialysis place 
and it would help. But you know, she the way she put it is like there's not you know the dialysis helps, but you're not. It's not doing the same thing your kidneys do. No, no, no. And no. he actually so he 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 made it for a little, but he actually died in the chair having dialysis. Well, it's my uh, my understanding that uh, in the dialysis, yeah, they took uh, some of the. Uh, the stuff that they're in the blood, that you know, they're unhealthy, but also some nutrients at the same time. Ah, uh, so oh yeah, because then you have to like recover from the dialysis. You need to recover from the dialysis. So, uh, it, I my my father, my father, he he fought for years and years, uh, and uh, he uh, he complained, you know, because you know, in the in the in the middle of dialysis, you know, but uh, he had a, a strong conviction that, that he wanted to stay as long as he can yeah. to stay with his, his wife, yeah. you know, my mom, and they built a house in in a beach town in 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 Dominican the last few years, and that was his dream to Aww. end his life. You know, at the house, and he did it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. So, so the whole Florida to save this, and then back, like it worked. Oh yes. They, I mean, they mm-hmm. able to be comfortable yes. in their last. Okay. Yes. Mom's by oh, she's, by herself now. She's or? by herself, but uh, she comes here often. Okay. Uh, she stay with us for a month. My brother, he lives in Atlanta. Uh, so okay. he, she stay with him. It's for a, a nice month. landing point. Uh huh. Um, and so I mean, she's she has citizenship. Yes. So she can just book, yeah, she buy can a plane anytime. ticket like you and I, and yeah, no, I, none mm-hmm. of this, you know, like, you know, it's not difficult. It's oh, just, no, no. If you have the money, you do whatever you want, right? She just told me, she just called, you know, Caesar, uh, can I be there next week? Uh, does, she, even does, she, does she say Caesar? Uh, no, Caesar. Caesar, okay. Caesar. Uh, uh, does that ever bothered you in the workplace when people just go? At the beginning, at the beginning, because uh, I don't know, uh, every time that when I hear at the beginning, uh, the C and S together, and then somebody was, was calling me, Cesar, Cesar, Cesar. So, so I knew it was me. No, there's not too many Cesars. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it never bothers me. No? I, know, I know people that... In the, uh, so, in the beginning, you mean like years ago? Years ago when I came to the United States. It's uh, I mean, really weird when you um, think about like Julio Cesar Chavez, mm-hmm. and then we have... Uh, uh there's a there's a chavez boulevard down downtown here uh-huh. uh Julio it's, chavez it's, oh it's it's i was thinking for mm-hmm. a second it was a different no it's the same it's um, the same but uh i don't hear people that would normally pronounce it incorrectly i guess i do they say julio caesar Chavez? i guess they do i guess they do i saw something they say the right way so yeah, then they say know. you know but for me it never bothered me that somebody called me caesar right uh, but in my family, they call me Cesar. Right. right. So, so. Um, it's fun. There's, there's a, a couple of folks, one in particular that we used to work with, that like every single time, like I would make it a point to say, "Oh, I was talking to Cesar," and he'd be, like, "Oh, what, what Caesar have to say?" And it's like, "Can you hear?" Like, <laughs> you I, say Cesar. <laughs> no, you can do it. I know you just you don't want you don't care. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. It's funny. There are people that uh, that they are. They, they, some people get offended. You know that they mention. I have a my. I have a niece. Uh, her name. Her name is Diana. Mm-hmm. And uh, and at school they call her Diana. Mm-hmm. And they she certain don't. It's Diana. Wow. And okay. So have you ever Diana s- would be. Have you ever seen the uh, um, the? Do you ever see? Have you ever watched any Key and Peele? Oh yes. Have you seen the substitute teacher one? Oh yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he nice. Malake. Aaron. <laughs> <And>, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love all of them. Oh, uh, they're, they're so good. Yeah. Um, so, wow. I was, uh, I mean, okay, so born in Puerto Rico and then to the Dominican and then I mean are you guys in the same home or is there is there moving do people move homes within the country like like we do here you know yes uh, when we came well I came to Florida though no I know but did you move when you're uh like uh your folk well so if your folks lived in the Dominican for the last 20 years or Uh, did they move at all okay like a Six, eight different times. In oh, the wow. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, they bought a house in one neighborhood, and they found that another neighborhood was a better quality of life, so they moved over there. Okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah. I just, you know, I feel like I've never actually asked, but I feel like um, I've gotten the impression with a lot of Mexicans that I've met over the years that, like, you know, typically if a family buys a home like that home is with that family for generations oh yes and maybe i'm making part of that up no 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 it's true okay it's true okay uh actually my grandparents they built a house in uh in in the capital in santo domingo and that house is still there and it passed through generation through generations uh is the and it's the same house uh, you know and the same family uh, usually that's what happens uh, when you are part in from one town uh, that you are basically not from that country. You are from that town. Oh, funny. <laughs> and uh, you may move one block away or so, the other for so something, but the, you are from there. Dominicans, do they use the word paisa like Mexicans do? No, no, not, not, not that word. Yeah. No, I mean, word. but it means countrymen, right? Uh-huh. It's, not, it's not a bad word. No, it's, okay. it's not a bad okay. word. No, no. Wow, interesting. Towns. So yeah. it didn't occur to me until uh, just now, but uh, two episodes ago, I had a guy on, uh, and they they have two. They have a boy and a girl, and the boy they adopted from Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, and before they were, she was working on it, like she she did like missions, you mm-hmm. know, and and actually. When my ex-wife was pregnant with our first, they went. They went to. They're college friends. That's how. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I know them. Uh, they went on a trip to Africa. Oh wow! At, at, for like weeks, and it was like uh, there. It was. It was uh, first of all uh, a delicate situation to even consider her traveling pregnant, mm-hmm. and then there was like something with uh, the medicine you're supposed to take to help prevent malaria. You can't take it if you're pregnant. So that was anyway. So, um, so she started the, 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 this gal started this process of trying to adopt this Haitian boy and it was taking forever. Yeah. And then, then the hurricane happened or was it the earthquake? Earthquake. earthquake. My bad. Yeah. Uh, and then, so at that time it was like so many people were displaced. It was like, if you had, your your paperwork and your everything was on the up and up and you're just kind of playing the waiting game you can you can go you can take the kid now uh-huh. and she did and uh so it's it's so they and they've they go they've been back they've met their their the parents natural, yeah uh, i parents. mean like it, so they there's a it's interesting that uh you know not back to back episodes but close because those they they're neighbors right uh-huh. Haiti and Haiti and the Dominican Republic they share, we share the same island uh, yeah right uh-huh. it's, it's almost kind of split down the middle a little bit right uh, the Dominican Republic is a little bigger okay part okay 
so what I know it's a huge generalization, but what are relations like among between the two countries? Well, in many centuries ago, uh, Haiti was a Haiti was a running the whole island. Okay. The Dominican Republic they they have their independence from at uh, some point from Spain and at some point also from Haiti. Uh, and then, but since those years, yes, there are bitterness and uh, like immigration issues. There's still nowadays. Uh, but one needs. Uh, nobody wants to admit it, but one needs one needs the other. Sure. At some point, you know. Sure. Uh, it's like here in the United States, you know, with other countries, you know, sometimes you think, you know, United States, you know, they can live on their own and everything, but you need uh, labor, you need, you know, from yeah. people from other countries. Same thing between between both countries in the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Uh, they may not see eye to eye on certain issues, but uh, Haiti, this, the poverty is so deep over there that they need right now right now okay. and it's been for 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 decades and but centuries. not but not so much in the dominican in the dominican not that much there's is poverty because it's a third world country yeah but uh but the economy there is way stronger than the one in haiti way stronger so people from haiti they go to dominican and work to support their families sure you know in haiti and the dominicans yeah uh, they uh, the dominican republic they even though they have a strong uh, labor the, from their own country, but also need some labor for, from Haiti for the, for the plantation, from constructions, you know, for different areas. That, that so they they are on the same island by necessity. They need each other. Can you drive or walk? Oh, yes. across the equal. I mean, but is it like either an official place where you have to show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to show documentation. Uh, you have to. Uh, but there are areas that you can cross that you don't have to right. show, but you, if you do in the proper way, you're supposed to, you, right. you're supposed to, you pass to. So, and uh, sometimes in the Haiti, Haiti, they still, I think they got support from uh, nations from Europe and they send to Haiti, uh, clothes, perfumes, you know, like they think that that's sure. going to help. <laughs> so Dominicans, they go food and food and water. Uh -huh. I mean, but they, uh, there's a lot of Dominicans that goes and cross the border to Haiti to buy at, at a very cheap price. Oh wow! Okay, you know, and then to bring back to 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 Dominican. So, uh, so you answered that question about Haiti and the Dominican, kind of like up on a macro level, like government mm -hmm. and historically. But mm -hmm. like generally speaking, if you like today still lived in the Dominican and you were like at the store or whatever and saw Haitian and they you guys recognize I mean is it generally it, friendly like yes in the the, the very vast majority I would, say, I would say yes I haven't lived in the Dominican Republic and I you hear uh through conversations in Facebook and conversations with people when I go on vacation whether yeah there may be tensions you know like uh oh, there's a a group of people from Haiti that they are now living in the neighborhood that we may like it may not uh, Interesting. But there is the dynamic, but in general, that's my perception. In general, uh, we, we have to help each other, right? You know, right. we we have no, no no other choice. And in my point of view, you know, we, when I used to uh, when I was a kid, I grew up also a part of my uh, childhood. I grew up in a farm, and there are some people from Haiti 
that they work in a farm. Um, they, we were families. Oh, nice. We were families, you cool. know. And uh, but and I think the very vast majority they they still see them, the people from Haiti as a, as a we're, we're relatives. Okay, that's relatives. cool. Yeah. Um, so what was what what was the name of your college? In the Dominican Republic, I went to. It's a long name, Pontificia Universidad Católica Madre Maestra. Okay. Uh, but it's the name is Pucamaima. Okay. I went to Pucamaima. 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 Okay. <laughs> I went to hotel and restaurant management. Right. Uh, and then before college, when it was is it kind of K through twelve, kind of the same? Yeah. Well, I didn't go to the same school from uh, from first right. grade to twelfth grade. Uh, high school, I did it uh, in a in a school that was a little far from my neighborhood. So I had good friends at uh, high school, but I have really good friends also not in that sure. high school that I were in, in that, my neighborhood. Was that like a bus situation? Did you drive? Was, uh, my father, uh, he used to work uh, near that high school. Okay. So, so it was easier for him to drop me over there. And then how would you get home? Uh, public transportation. Okay, okay. So... Wow. Um, but I had good friends in, from high school. I had good friends from my neighborhood. Sure. Are so, you still in touch with some from both? Yes. Okay. Uh, more, more from my neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, I still got a few from uh, from high school. But uh, in college, uh, I developed really good friendship that we were, we're still like brothers. Nice. Yeah. Um, so your boy is 27 and your my girl is 23. 23. Okay. Um, are they... They speak Spanish? Fluently. Okay. Fluently. Is that pretty much what's happening in your home? Is there... Uh, well, me and my wife, we speak more Spanish uh -huh. in, at home. Uh -huh. between yeah. And my kids, because they grew up here, right. it's easier for them to speak English, but they made the effort to speak, speak Spanish. Not, my son, he speaks fluently Spanish. Not because you made them? Not because I Because know. they made the effort? They made the effort. Good job, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, right? I think Right? They love it. Uh, and my daughter... Uh, she, because when she came, she came a month old. Right. She was born. Right. And so she was, my son, when he came, he was four years old and he was already speaking and reading in Spanish. So he kept the same. Sure. He didn't my, lose it. He didn't lose. Okay. My daughter, uh, she, she speaks beautifully the Spanish. She still, the, some verbs, you know, may say sure. something in the robot. She made the effort, did, did, my, did I say right, wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's the right She still wants to improve. Oh, yes. Nice. Uh, yes. What are their names? Uh, my son is Sa Samuel. Samuel. And uh, Sammy. Uh -huh. And my daughter is Genesis. Genesis, okay. Genesis. Uh, and have, they've been to the Dominican? Oh, yes. Many times or yeah, multiple even times? My, last year, I, uh, my son, I bring my son and his girlfriend. Okay. We did a two, three weeks tour through the island. Oh, wow. And uh, they both love it. I, I, I mean, I, that sounds fantastic. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, they they are both, uh, they because they grew up here, they feel uh, uh, American. Sure, know, sure. But also they they feel Dominican. That's well. cool. Yeah. So I, I, is is Latin culture very, uh, is it everywhere in your home? Meaning food, decoration, uh -huh. music? I well, mean, mostly food. Okay. And uh, and music. Me and my wife, we uh, we love our music, merengue, yeah, bachata, yeah, salsa, and uh, uh, yes, and the decoration. We may have some stuff here and there that 
remember yeah. our country. That's cool. But but yeah. Um, now, do you did your folks were they playing music? Was there oh, music? Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, yes, my uh, when my father uh, when he lived in New York and when he, the first time that he went, he fell in love with the uh, Four Seasons, Nat King okay. Cole, nice, and the Williams. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, he get to involve the Beatles. Yeah, in that, those years that uh, he, he he was in love, and the, but at the same time coming from Dominican, uh, the, he still got the merengue. Sure. The, and the salsa was born in New York in those years when they were in New York. Salsa was uh, it was born in, in New York in those years. So they, they were they were a, around for the birth uh-huh, of salsa. The, the, the birth of salsa. Bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, so when when we uh, my early remembers from music. Is my father? He brings all these records from from New York, and he bought some records in Dominican from Merengue. So and he let me choose, you know, what we're gonna hear today, uh, on a Saturday. And I, I I grew up listening to both both kind of music. Cool. Uh, let, let's let's uh, let's listen to the Beatles today. Are those so let's, uh, are those records still around? No. Oh no! What happened no, to him? I don't know. Probably. During some movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got you, you leave life behind twice. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose some records. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, um, my, sorry if this is a repeat, but uh-huh. mom and dad uh, eventually were able to communicate in English, speak English. Oh, yes. So, like, as he's developing appreciation for the Beatles, but mm-hmm. like he's understanding mm-hmm. the lyrics. And yes. I think that one of the reasons that my father, he came more fluent in, in English is because like, he grabbed the music and like, he started uh, putting association words with meanings and then he grabbed the, the English okay. very fast. Mom didn't listen to as much? Or? Not that much. Uh, she was more, uh, they were both work, but yeah. uh, she was... She had to work two jobs, and then when she came home, made dinner for his, for her husband and uh, her son. So she didn't have too much time, right. like too right. for for that music. She one word that she understood and never liked it was honey. And because when she was walking out of the uh, out of work at night, and when she was going and you know going to the river, a policeman came to her and started telling her, honey. And then, but as a as a meaning of a uh, this poor child, this poor kid, but she associated well, you, honey. You, you said that when she would leave this, she had to cr- she had to cross the Hudson River, like walk walk near the near, near okay. the, the the Hudson River. But she would also spend a lot of time being sad near. Yes, and so why? What what did this police the policeman officer- that she approached her? Uh, the same policeman approached her a few times uh, every every uh, uh, at night, and um, uh, the police helped her get, getting home. But the, the word that she associated, uh, that he was speaking, was honey. But the, the, the policeman, my association, they said honey like a, this poor child. Right, right. Honey. But she associated honey with sadness. Because she was sad when yeah. she was listening to that word. So she know like, honey, when you mention honey to her, it brings to her those memories. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even Even the food? Yeah, it's like a, she never like some honey on that. No, uh, nah. I'm, I'm in a I'm in a good mood. Why, <laughs> yeah. don't make me sad. <laughs> so going back to the, uh, they both, uh, my father he grabbed from music from this year. You know, they grabbed the, the language very fast. Okay, so so yeah. Um, so uh, a thing that I don't, 
I guess I, I, maybe I struggle with a little bit is, um, you know, uh, in American music or whatever, mm-hmm. you've got all these genres, right? You've mm-hmm. got rock and country and rap and hip hop and mm-hmm. jazz and so on, blues. Um, and, and in, in Latin music, um, I think it was so, so, so you got salsa, merengue, uh, uh, what, which one? Bachata? Is that bachata. Bachata. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch, but it's uh, those are those are genres, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But they, 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 for the untrained ear, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult to distinguish between. Probably for the person who who hasn't been raised, you yeah. know, in the, yeah. you, you 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 think find the similarities and you think that they're most. Most of them are the same, but for a person who grew up, they notice the difference yeah. even from the from the first note. Okay, okay, wow, oh, that's a bachata. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I mean, around you know, around the time that I'm and and friends that are my age um, are are meeting future wives and getting engaged and started from around that time, like Oh five, Oh six, Oh seven was when it first landed on my radar that the Dominican was a, a, a pretty highly sought after tourist destination. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is it, was there a spike in the early two thousands? Has it always been a place where people want to go? Cause no. when you're, when I'm a kid, you know, I hear Bahamas and Jamaica and, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess maybe Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, that kind of stuff. But I never, I only knew the only way I knew about the Dominican was like from social studies and geography and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then I, I hit, you know, whatever my thirties and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we went to the Dominican we went there for a honeymoon. And it's like, uh-huh. now how, like, so has tourism? Well, I think in the 1970s, uh, early eighties, um, Tourism, there, there were some hotels, like uh, in every island, every uh, country in the Caribbean. But uh, there's, a, there's a company called Gulf and Western uh, that associated to Eastern Airlines. Uh, that they start developing some projects in Dominican uh, called uh, Casa de Campo. Okay. Uh, in, in a town called La Romana. Okay. Uh, then it, it, it was something unique. Uh, and then it opened the eyes for some hotel developers. Uh, to follow the same model, and then that became bigger and bigger, and then uh, all other towns in Dominican Republic, like Puerto Plata, start following those footsteps. And then uh, in the late '80s, early '90s, uh, it was boom. You know, it became it exploded. Uh, Dominican, it was more known uh, because agriculture. Uh, through the years and baseball. <laughs> well, that, that's my next question. How the hell did that happen? I mean, you've got, you said Haiti and the Dominican share the same island, and then you've got like uh, uh, Cuba, Jamaica, Virgin Islands, Caymans, Bahamas, Port, all these other, but Dominican is still the name that you hear when it For comes to baseball. W- yeah. What happens is that Dominican Republic was invaded by the United States in the early part of the 20th century, 19. 19- 1911, 1912. Really? So soldiers, they, they start, uh, people started looking at the soldiers playing the sport that was and out they, with a bat. In their, their downtime. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, downtime. And then uh, baseball was, since those years, was becoming, uh, they formed the leagues, they formed teams. 
and they the soldiers from uh, American soldiers are playing with Dominican people. They teach them you know, how to play, what, what, and they became. What were what what were the the reasons? Yeah, why were why were the Americans? Why did they invade? I I don't remember the the history. Uh, if you don't remember, then I don't feel so, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> I know now. There's a the United States uh, through their history is my, is my understanding. They want to be known, you know, in certain areas, you know, that like to put uh, their we're here a global presence, a global presence. Yeah. So I don't remember what happened in in those years. But the second time, because that, that was not the first time, the, the second time the United States invaded the, the Dominican Republic was in the mid-60s. Uh, the, 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 the Dominicans, uh, the United States, uh, they helped this person to become a president and then became dictator, uh, Rafael Trujillo. Oh, they're trying to set up government. They tried to set up a, a, a colony, but as a government, but uh, overseen by, by by United States. Uh, oh, so the, oh, but this person okay. became uh, more, more than president. Then he became uh, a dictator. What's his name? Uh, Rafael Trujillo. Rafael Trujillo. Uh, okay. Then he uh, he he came to power uh, early thirties, uh, 36, I think it was, and then by nineteen sixty he was still uh, the dictator over there. That's when my my parents they grew up. With that, uh, under that dictatorship, that's who was being overthrown. Over uh, yeah, in the uh, then, uh, in uh, then at, <coughs> in the early sixties, uh, the guy he was already uh, killing people for no reason. Uh, he became a true brutal dictator, uh, even for United States. As uh, they, they, uh, I don't think we can support this guy anymore. What, so, but that's the first time they invaded. That's that the guy the, they put in power, uh-huh. and then they had, had to come back to <laughs> yeah, uh, fix their fuck up. Well, they they, they uh, it, my the story goes is maybe it's true. It's not that uh, they uh, it's not that the, the the United States support the, the the other groups, you know, to to kill the guy. But they, they he was not the 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 bright guy, you know, for United States in the year. So they. Whatever you guys want to do, <laughs> so the the coops they're evolving, you know, and then when they kill him, you know, he was killed. Uh, United States, well, okay. but then uh, in those years, socialism, communism, they were start, uh, they were errors, and they they didn't want to for the Dominican Republic, United States didn't want for the Dominican Republic to become uh, a, a social country, social, so they invade the Dominican Republic just to be sure that uh, democracy was going to be followed. Okay. Yeah, I give so. So was it, I mean, you, you use air quotes for democracy there, but was it s- successful? Is there democracy there now? It's, it depends. Uh, it, you can ask 10 different people. Yeah. They, 10 different people that gave you the same, yeah. a different answer. Uh-huh. So it's uh, the perception of, of, of sure. each one. Now, is the same true if you bring up, if I pick out a random, you know, 10 random Dominicans and ask them about Trujillo? I think nine out of ten they'll tell you it was good that he was gone, but still they they may good be, that I, he's gone. Yeah. No, okay. So not not. No 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 okay. no. Nine, I think the bare vast majority will tell you thank goodness okay. that he was killed. But then there's still one or two that say ah uh, he he, he got did, the he, did he got some the good law. Things. Uh, things were you know sure. like follow or, or laws were followed, but well, you can hear that. But the bare vast majority, including my parents and myself, you know we think that he was. Great, that he right. was no longer. So, going back to baseball, 
Yes. <laughs> in the, uh, the, the first time that the United States invaded the Dominican Republic, the soldiers, they, they bring beside music and sports as well. And the second time that they were here, that they invaded the Dominican Republic, same thing, they, the baseball came way stronger. Then you start hearing uh, the, the stars uh, the, in the United States baseball. And then we had our own stars, like Juan Marichal, like that, you know, the, the okay. sort of, and then, uh, then since then, then baseball is passion. Is I passion. mean, like I mean, I feel like it's still kind of the primary Latin American spot. Oh yes, where scouts go. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. Um, and the, the kids when they're born, because uh, there's a lot of poverty still in the Dominican Republic. When you were born, and you, uh, the, your parents, it's a way. Your, it's a way out. It's a way out right? of, of out of poverty. poverty they right. push the kids, the kids, you know, to. Hey, when they were born, you have a baseball bat right. and the globe. Right. And since you see kids yeah. two, three, four years old. Time. He took his first step. To the, yeah, but how's his curveball? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So, older brother in Florida? My older brother, he lives in Atlanta. Now. Atlanta, my bad. Atlanta. Uh, yeah. how, what's the age gap? Um, six years old. Six. Are you guys, are you guys close? Very close. Okay. Very close. Uh, is he married with kids? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Second uh, marriage, uh, he got uh, three kids from a previous marriage, two kids now. So you're an uncle three times. Uh, I got five. Uh, from from this side, I got five uh, between four nieces and one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And from my wife's side, my wife, my family's way bigger. Uh, how many siblings does she have? Uh, she has uh, three brothers. Okay. And... Uh, Two of the three brothers live here in Kansas City. Okay. Uh, they, and they got now their family. Sure. Well, and her folks, your wife's uh, folks? My, uh, my mother-in-law, she passed away uh, in Dominican many years ago. And my father-in-law, he lives there. Okay. He remarried. Okay. Got, got okay. But yeah. Man, so much to, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> what, what, you know. Um, no, it is. So... Um, it's so, it was so funny that you thought, uh, that I was sending you the invite mistakenly. Yeah. And, and then, but once we were on the same page, you were like, man, I don't know, like more like songs instead of, and I'm like, what about Dominican art? And you're like, now we're talking. Yeah. Because you start, you, the first time that you sent me a text, we're going to talk about music. Well, my knowledge of music here in the United States, I love music. Right. Don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, but it's not like a. Uh, I'm not a connoisseur. I've sure. got like a great knowledge. My son has a great knowledge of all kinds of music. Cool. My son. But I, uh, that's what I told you. I think you should invite my son. I mean, uh, after this, you could tell him about I, it. I'll let him know. I'd love to. I mean, yes. it's Sean actually pointed out, because uh, he's he's watched a, a handful of these. Um, early on, he said that his favorite was with a guy that he thought that I didn't know. And I, did, I don't know that guy very well. I, we just kind of, and you know, mm-hmm. kind of have known each other over the years. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, it, I think it gave um, uh, the impression that we were strangers, uh-huh. uh, and he, he thought that was appealing. So uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe you know, if I've, if I, I'm gonna put the both of you together. But I can tell you, my son, not because of my son, you know, it's a, he's a great person to talk to. His knowledge, not only for music, but his knowledge about everything every subject but in music in general he can talk to you about uh chance the rapper to 
I don't have anything that I don't know anything about Chance the Rapper. But like, he can tell right, he yeah. can talk to you about every single yeah. And he, he every year at the end of the year he pick his twenty five songs of the year, uh, and he posted in Facebook or that are all media. new that year the, from from that year. Wow! And but uh, the, not, not only that he then start talking about the artist, how how the artist came with that song and I might, then, I might have to do more than one episode with your son oh, no no he's a he's and I, I learned from him sammy. sammy sammy right sammy sanchez okay does he have a middle name uh, arturo samuel arturo. sass that's sass okay yeah uh, and my daughter she's gps gp at night genesis paola sanchez uh okay so but so when we okay so you you're aware that i'm i meant to invite you uh-huh. and now we're on the same page about music mm-hmm. and uh one one luis guerra was ra- yeah right? because you mentioned that uh we're gonna talk about music yeah but I, I mentioned i told you well I, li- I know a little bit of our journey bon jovi you know, you too. That's what yeah. when I was growing up in yeah. the '80s, that was with the more that I listened to. Sure. I, I may not know about what I can talk to, but then you talk about Latin music. Well, that's that's the guy. One um, super fast. So so basically, I just you know, I'll if you give me, you have to give me album names. Oh yes, to book a. a uh-huh. So I'll listen to those and I'll do a little, just very basic. Yeah. But he he seems. Like like a a wonderful person. Oh yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, just like he changed merengue. He changed uh, the music in Dominican Republic. It's like a before and after. Was wow, okay. It's, it's him. Okay. Right. Uh, and uh, not because he came with something out of the blue. It's because uh, he's uh, he's smart. He came to Berkeley College and studied music, and he has a degree in in literature. So he's oh. put both together. It's my bread and butter. Yeah, I, I love like, both of those things. <laughs> so he 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 came with uh, with a style of music that he was not knowing in the, in, in both of the years in Dominican, and then from there, he's still uh, he's still the number one. I mean, so so you gave me I think you gave me four titles. I could only find two. I found Ojalá que llueva café. I hope it's oh yes, gonna yeah. it will rain coffee. Uh huh. And, and you, you hear like a what is a it's a weird name. No, it's, it's, I love it. It's a great. It's a beautiful imagery. You know, mm-hmm. uh, especially like anyway. Uh, and then uh, was it was it Rosa Bachata Rosa. Rosa. Um, but you also gave me Escape and um, another one. Escape and O Dominican, and I couldn't find those. Escape, and yeah, I, I don't remember that. It was so you're you were once once we landed on the city, yeah. then you're like shooting texts to me. Okay, so you're like uh, uh, que Hueva Cafe and, and Bachata Rosa, O Dominican, Escape. Those are you listed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I don't, maybe I don't know. Maybe I spell it wrong. Maybe I, I don't know. I, anyway, but but so I'd like to touch on. I'd like to talk about the two that I could find. Oh yes, um, um, there are many more. That, that he began. So Ojalake Ueva Cafe is from 1989. 1989. Um, yes. And uh, Visa para un sueño uh-huh. is the first track, um, and it's just like I mean, right out of the gate, high energy. Ah uh, yes. F- uh, happy, fun. Mm. But that's the thing. Uh, if the music, the music, yes, is vibrant and it's to dance, but the the lyrics, 
it has a social issue. So and that, that that's what he came out when he came to the scene in the mid '80s. You uh, when you associate merengue, it's like a it's party. Uh, you know, you associate merengue I mean, to party. There's horns. I mean, yeah, if that, uh, and if then you start and you have a good time. But then with him, it's the same rhythm, but then his lyrics has a meaning. Then Visa para un sueño, for example, he talks about immigration from the Dominican to Puerto Rico. Uh, is like the, the Dominicans looking for a better life. Uh, he had to uh, go in a boat illegally to cross the canal and jo- go to Puerto Rico. And, and this, uh, uh, then you hear the stories about uh, uh, people dying yeah. because there's some people dying that, uh, uh, when uh, boat capsized, yeah. you know. And, uh, w- and worst so, nightmare. Like there's yes. no no fucking way. Like and the, but well that that's that's the ironic of, of him that how you gonna ask uh, you, you are dancing and enjoying and uh, but at the same time you having uh, uh, this person telling you about the, the this this living you know that is going on so that, that that that's that's why we came with him because that that's why he came uh, before and after and most of his albums at the beginning eight out of nine tracks they were like a dancing and and talking about something but then it, it came one uh, talking about uh drugs this girl that he she had to go to to new york and start uh, selling drugs because she needs to support her family in the dominican republic and it's a merengue and they took it wow okay now we're dancing but also we listen you know to some to, to some, some interesting sounds are there like uh i mean we're so I, I know it's different for everybody, but um, you know, kind of token suburban white middle mm-hmm. class growing up. My growing up was mm-hmm. like once we're you know fifteen, sixteen, seven. Like everybody's drinking beer, and some people are smoking pot. Uh, and then, you know, later there's some experimentation with, mm-hmm. you know, like mushrooms and LSD, mm-hmm. but, but not like, uh, and that's really all if, if people were doing other drugs like cocaine, like I never saw it. Right. And, yeah. um, so when you're in high school, are, are people partying? Are they using drugs at all? Or I think they're more like a alcohol. When I was growing up, it was more alcohol than, sure. than, than drugs. Rum, rum is very yeah in yeah Dominican. yeah. So yeah, in every party you hear somebody brings a bottle of rum, yeah. you know, through, and then but like, then then drugs, uh, pot stuff like that you hear, but uh, you tried you knew who was in the side mm-hmm. and you decide not to associate, you know. Sure. So, so we decide to. So yeah. have you or your wife ever ever smoked pot? I have never. What about your kids that you know of? I think so. Yeah. But uh, we talk. <laughs> no, uh, oh, oh, yeah. No, we talk freely about that. Cool. Even though my, both of my kids, they want me at some point. Come on, Dad. Yes. Just, just a <laughs> yes. little. Oh, yes. And, uh, and we your went... answer is always a firm no? I, I, at the beginning, when I was growing up, I was never going to touch. But nowadays, uh, knowing I have a, a knowledge, yeah. you know what what is good what is not good i wouldn't i wouldn't mind what about do they do they say the same thing to your wife yes and she's what does she say she's i'm more open okay okay <laughs> she, she's more so like uh, let me see him if we get dad <laughs> yeah then we get along. <laughs> yeah we went to vancouver a few years ago okay and then uh, we my son uh, uh we have to see the store i went to a dispensary and uh, dispensary yeah and then uh, i thought that there's only there was only one kind of uh of, 
thought. And now my son was like, oh, no, no, no. This is for this, this is for this, and this is for this. Great, good to know. And he said, I think you, we should try an edible gummy. Oh. And, so, and then uh, and then he, we started talk, talking about my daughter. And she told me, I, my daughter was telling me, I'm I going to buy you something. <laughs> and they go, why not? You right, know, right. <clears throat> why not? When the time comes and the time is right and yeah, all that I, stuff. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I got nothing. So, I mean, anyway, this guy, uh, Juan Luis, thirty million records sold. Yeah, I mean, he is huge. Uh, it, mm-hmm. You said, you know, before and after before change and after. merengue, um, and and another thing that you told me when we were initially texting, if you want to know about merengue, this is the guy you listen That's to. That's the guy you have to listen. So to. I was excited. I was like, I don't. I mean, like, like I said, man, the untrained ear. It's like, what is merengue? What is salsa? Mm-hmm. What is? How do you? Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't. I don't know that it really matters, but it's just for the sake of like you know increasing your musical knowledge. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'd like to be able to you know explain that. No, you see, salsa has a one, uh-huh. two, three, one, two, and merengue. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. Um, and so we got what mariachi that's uh i mean what how do you do you know mariachi well in mexico that okay that's it's exclusive to mexico or uh, yes okay yeah mariachi is exclusive from mexico cumbia is known in in colombia okay uh and salsa puerto rico okay uh and son in son uh, in cuba okay uh dominicans mostly bachata and merengue Okay, yeah. so what would you say is the difference between bachata and merengue? Merengue, uh, in the patterns, there's a the, the, there's there's a difference, the differentiation. If you listen to the music, you know the differentiation okay. between both. Okay. Now, socially, in the uh, bachata in the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, it's known to be the known it's known to be the music of the lower class. Really? And yeah, it was okay. known. Uh, and then merengue, middle class, high class. But then Juan Luis, why he uh, when he put both nice. together, uh, when I think his third or fourth album was then was bachata rosa. Yeah. Then he he uh, he put a, a bachata on it, and it was no known that a person already with that. Uh, fame and with that, uh, uh, with all these followers, uh, they thought that he was crazy. And now to start singing for a lower class, but then he started putting this, the lyrics that he was putting merengue, he would start putting in bachata. And this, he came, this guy is a genius. Right. And then he started talking uh, in, in, in metaphor. Uh, and you don't know, uh, you, you really don't know what, uh, what he's talking in this poetry. Until then, he explained, like uh, for example, uh, bachata rosa, or burbujas de amor. It's a, it's a song. It's a bachata, and uh, you burbujas de amor. You uh, he sing about a fish that he's gonna put his nose uh, against uh, the border of the fish of the fish bowl, and then he he spread bubbles. The, this guy, this guy talk about the little mermaid or something. But then when he, when you start reading deeply. The he referred the fish as the male part, and then the the fish bulb is the female part, and then he spread the bubbles, and the, but it was after a, a month you hear in the same song sure. they say, 
Oh my God, the guy has been. I see what you did there. <laughs> now, uh... now and then you say, "Oh my God, what's the guy singing about?" That's the way he. Cool. He... Well, you know, um, I. Funny, my my college experience. Um, uh, I so so I went to Pittsburgh State for mm -hmm. freshman year, and I you have to declare right, mm -hmm. or they. Uh, I, uh, I suppose you don't have to, but it's very much like this. No, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. So I, ch I chose communications, but I ended up uh, elsewhere in Colorado and, and doing psychology. Mm -hmm. But I was like constantly in the English department. Mm -hmm. I had a, a, a weekly three-hour radio show for all three years that I was in school there. I was on the newspaper staff. Um, so I, I kept accumulating all of these English credits. Also, I'm, take, I'm continuing to take Spanish until uh my senior year um it was like mm, i mean one of the, i feel like one of the very first things we had to do was read um uh the man of la mancha uh, uh, don quixote don quixote in mm -hmm. in vosotros in the, in the, in the yeah stuff. and i was like yo like this is insane like and i'm i'm fluent yeah like everywhere i work you know, uh, uh, typically a, a very small Colorado mountain town. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of black people, not a lot of Hispanic people. Like, But every restaurant has got a Hispanic dishwasher. Uh -huh. So everywhere I work, they're like, can you tell? Because I'm the only guy uh -huh. that, that is fluent. So I'm always the go-to. And, uh, and then you start tell, talking to them in... Spanish. In Spanish. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, everybody knows. They're like, hey, tell him that we need him to blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, point being... Um, somebody, I don't know if I, I doubt I discovered it on my own, but somebody, somehow I wound up being like, oh, I should do something with these non-psychology credits. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, the span, I was like, I don't, I don't need to get a minor in Spanish. I was close. I was like very close to a mm -hmm. minor, but I was like, I'm fluent. Like, mm -hmm. why do I, why are you doing uh, it? and so then it was like English, which do I go communicate? I ended up going literature. Mm -hmm. And so I have a minor in literature, um, and, and a lot of those classes, um, mm -hmm. that's where I learned that, and it's probably pretty sad that it mm -hmm. took me till college or it took, took until I'm in a college environment mm -hmm. for my mind to be open to this. But, you know, we would have, you know, there was, there was lots of, lots of poetry, lots of prose, lots of different kinds mm -hmm. of things. But, you know, if the assignment is to read this piece, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I go home and I read it and I'm like, okay, this is what this is about. And then you go to class mm -hmm. the next day and it's like, no, 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 no. There's not an answer. Mm -hmm. It's different. What it's about is different for you. you that different for it. And, and I was like, mm -hmm. so I can imagine, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a lot of folks after a month of hearing, you're like, yeah. ah, and people are putting stuff mm -hmm. together and bouncing theories and then, yeah. You, and la you land on the fish in the bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even right now, right now, the same. Uh, not only with, with that song, with many of his songs, it means different for 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 everybody. Beautiful. Yeah, that's the beauty of of, yeah. of, of his songs. Uh, so yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's credited with uh, uh, popularizing bachata. Mm -hmm. uh, and I saw I saw a few mentions of bolero rhythm and bossa nova. I was like, yeah, I, don't, because, I don't know what those are either. Yeah, well, Bossa Nova is a port, uh, Brazilian, okay, uh, Portuguese, because he's very. He he went to Berkeley College and he he got exposed 
not only to uh, he who was exposed to samba he was exposed to there's got to be a biography out there or, or two about him he's got there has to be has to be a fascinating yes. life yes he the, he he has written for uh brazilian singers okay and they they sing in 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 samba in bossa nova uh yeah he, he, and even the same in the same song he changed rhythms he's a like a, for example, if in America, if, if in rock, you put a song that start as a rock and then go to bluegrass, and then go back to rock, it's like a, what? Mo- you're gonna lose most people. Some but, people but, are gonna be like, in, cool. But in this case, he he start with salsa in one song, salsa to bachata to go back to salsa, in the same song, but you just change pattern in a, in a note. Yeah, time signature changes. Yeah, uh-huh. and then cha- but uh, and yeah. Then, is the, the guy is, is brilliant doing so so there's a couple of spots in my notes where mm-hmm. like i'm not even sure what i'm writing down like okay. it, it gets a little too but so uh the a 440 a 440 yeah um so a musical pitch corresponding to an audio frequency mm-hmm. of 440 hertz mm-hmm. which serves as a tuning standard to the musical note of a above middle c I lo- I lost I got lost yeah. two lines into that, but <laughs> yeah, I he mean, so he had a four forty was his band yeah it is right? his band okay it's a uh, f- uh, when he was in 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 college uh, he got some uh, some some his ideas from groups like Manhattan Transfers oh you know that yeah that they were very vocal. You know, one uh, in the same harmony, but at some point, one uh, uh, fighting fighting the other. Okay. But at the end, came with harmony. Cool. So that's a four forty. Okay. Is becoming, you know, to those, oh, interesting, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, that makes me think of like, uh, um, you know, in, in grade school. You know, every year you take uh, art and PE and music, and I remember maybe might have been fifth grade. Uh, that's one of my most profound music year memories. Um, but we, 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 I think it's probably Christmas season. Um, and you know, we're all singing Christmas song. Every time we go to music class, these are the mm-hmm. three and we're probably going to have a program and the parents are going to come, all, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but that was the first year that, uh, she's like, okay, we're going to sing in rounds. And I was like, we're going to do what? And so then, you know, she's got this section of the class is, you know, row, row, row your boat. Dun, 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 dun. And then the uh, next point, c- c- row, row. And, and then the and third person, third group's just going merrily, merrily, merrily. Mm. And it, once you get it going, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and you, of course, are oh, I've heard songs like that on the radio, but mm. it's sort of the same, mm-hmm. right? Same yeah. concept. Same thing uh, in the same song because uh, – at the beginning, uh, it was f- him and three others singing. There were four, there were four singers, but each one of them with the different tones of voice, and and that uh, he used to put together one against the other, and then the second one with uh, with this one, oh, and cool. at the end it, it became nice. only only one. Uh, the first couple albums were like that, and then but then, then he became uh, he he went so solo as a singer. But still, the same group was still with him, right? Like a, as a as a vocals, sure. You know? And uh, they're still most of them. They're still there. It's crazy for all these years. Uh, the title track, Ojalá que llueva café. Kids, there's some kids singing backing uh-huh. vocals. Yeah, very cute. Uh, 
Um, four, 14 records, this guy. I mm-hmm. mean, and then that's just studio. That's not live. It's not, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you, you find me, if you put together a list of successful American artists, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, 14 is a big number. Oh, yeah. You know, to, to not only write the stuff, Mm-hmm. But then to record it, have it produced, mix, whatever, and then to put it out in the world. I mean, it's a process mm-hmm. to get one record out. Yeah. And he's done it 14 times. No, no, no. He, and not only that, is that uh, is to do it with the quality. Because uh, to put a record, some, some artists, they put a record, a good good couple songs, and then they put seven or eight. that They're like, a, ah, let's put it there, you know, to put, yeah. a, to put a record yeah, filler. But every single record that he puts, he's very... Cautious I, about the song that he puts. Oh, these these two records, there aren't any tracks. That, well, first of all, uh, Ojalá que llueva café, seven tracks, mm-hmm. and it's only twenty eight minutes long. Uh huh. That's an investment anybody can make. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you know what the name of the label his records? Uh, Karen. Yeah. Well, at the beginning it was Karen Records. <laughs> Every t- I can't help but see that word now and think yeah. of just some angry white lady like filming. <laughs> It can't park your car here. Or yeah, whatever you know. Got it. Records. Uh, yeah, seven tracks, twenty-eight minutes. Uh, La Gallera. La Gallera. Very fun. Energy. It's a one of the it's, tracks. It's high speed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, um, Reina Mia. Reina Mia. Uh, doesn't just doesn't quit. I mean, yeah. um, and, and so I, I'm I'm listening to this. And you know, we, you and I have talked uh, about Costa Rica before. Oh yes, um, pura vida. Got my mm, yes. surfboard over there. Mm-hmm. Tamarindo. Um, tamarindo. Oh. Um, so I've been, you know, kind of to that area of the world, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, not t- temperature-wise. When I've been there, it's not been too terribly different from here. Mm-hmm. But the 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 association that I have always had with that part of the world is is hot. Mm-hmm. and heat mm-hmm. and probably you know I, I i don't know about homes but hotels have air conditioning oh, yes. homes well the thing in in dominican republic for, uh, to be more specific we got only two seasons summer and hell so it's hot or hotter it uh, depends on, compared okay. to, to, to so here. so i'm not wrong oh no because no, no. because I'm, I'm so by the time i get to reina mia I've now listened to basically this whole record, uh-huh. and all of it is high energy. All of it is dance, and all I can think about is if you're in a public setting, enjoying this being played live, or maybe it's being played uh-huh. through speakers at a bar, a beach bar, or something like mm. that. Like the inclination is, I want to dance. I want to dance. It, but I don't want to be that hot. <laughs> <laughs> so well, how do you? Well, to be to be honest, you, but because of when you grow up over there, you don't think that. It's hot. It's, it's how the weather is. So 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 where does the uh, hot, hot, and hot and hell? Yeah, hot. hot or, where did that come from? Uh, well, in the tropics. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it, well, between in the, uh, December, January, February, March, it's hot. Uh, it's hot because it's uh, 80s, uh, 70s, 80 degrees. In mm-hmm. Celsius, it's different, but it's 70, 80 degrees. But in, then in the summer it comes nineties, a hundred, and the humidity. Oh man! You add to it, is that? But then you grow up, and you when you come here and start living here in the United States, and you have AC. Now you go back and say, "Oh my God, <laughs> how did I live yeah. for for yeah. so long?" Yeah. But, but. 
but then uh, that's how keep keep that with you because we're gonna move to bachata rosa next but oh, i yeah. want, but i need to use the restroom and check on the dog all right so i'll be back in a sec perfect cool i on, I, plane, on airplanes people are freaking out and fucking... i'm i'm well i i don't watch the news anymore me either I, at I, all. I, I stopped watching the news and uh, not even a pop-ups uh, alerts that you have. I block all the alerts. Uh, the only news that I got is when my wife tells me what's going on with something. Right. I watch yeah. the, the, the weather in the, in the morning. Sure. That's all. That's all. Well, uh, so anyway, like if you're on, listening to this or watching it and you're on the fence about, you know, whether or not you should, it's just to chat it's just to connect and talk about life and music part of it but yeah it's it's the same the way way that music is a part of your your personal life yeah it's part of it Mm -hmm. it's just a part anyway um so the the crazy thing to me one of the crazy things to me is that um you know ojala que llueva cafe is this like huge record right like Uh it's, it's great Mm-hmm. The content of it's great, and it was very well. Re- this guy's—he's won a ton of awards. Yeah, yeah, um, he's like crazy. And um, so he puts out this record in 1989. Bachata Rosa is the very next year, mm-hmm. 1990. So he just yeah. So I, I I moved to that one, and um, you know, uh, slightly slower tempo right out of the gate, just a, just a little bit mm-hmm. slow. It's like, oh, that's curious. Um, three more tracks. He went from a 28-minute record to a, a 40-plus, mm-hmm. so it's more tracks and it's longer. Mm-hmm. So interesting that you know he puts out this record and then another one a year later, and it's 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 there's more content. Mm-hmm. Um, so he must have he must have had all the uh, pistons firing. He must have had all of the uh-huh. everything lubed up and working. He's just cranking stuff out. Um, but it's my understanding that on those years, yeah, he start, he was writing and writing songs and writing songs, but then the fame came and crashed him. Oh, and then he had to stop. What around what time do you think that? I happened? think it was ni- mid nineties. Okay, uh, so he, not too long after this. Yeah, after I think uh, after Bachata Rosa, the next album I think was Areito. I think it was called. Okay, and it, very social. Uh, he got some songs. Uh, like a cost of la vida, like a cost of living, and then, uh, but then, is uh, in interviews that he that he was done. He's saying that uh, he felt that winning the Grammy, uh, winning a Grammy was going to be the pinnacle of his career, and he was going to be happier that when he reached that. But then, uh, all the concerts, you know, it takes at all, at all, yeah. And then, uh, and I think the mid nineties, he was as popular. In, in concerts as uh, Madonna with the Blonde Tour and as the Rolling Stone. Uh, he was uh, pulling uh, to do concerts everywhere oh, and 70,000, 80,000 <clears> here and there. So he came to Atoll, so he had to stop. And then he he became more, uh, he has said the Lord. Um, he okay. became more Christian. All right. And then uh, that like, gave him more peace. Is the Dominican... T- Typically, is it is it Christian? Is it Catholic? Yeah, it, uh, Catholicism. Catholic. Uh, it was a uh, but not then uh, everything related to Christianism, uh, evangelic groups. You know, is a very okay. so he has he I think he wants to do that part evangelic. Okay, uh, and he even had a whole record of Christian songs, uh, and very popular. I mean, because, uh, so did Bob Dylan. He mm-hmm. had like. Th- 
two or three. Mm-hmm. And that was, it's a very clear, like, you know, you got kind of the rebellious singer songwriter mm-hmm. folk sounding guy of the sixties. And then you've got like all the stuff in the seven, like amazing mm-hmm. uh, records come out in the seventies. Uh, and then, uh, he's doing stuff with the band and mm-hmm. a, t- a tiny little bit with the grateful dead. And then all of a sudden late seventies, early eighties, he's got this window of three, four or five years where it's, mm-hmm. I mean, saved, uh, the infidel. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. you know, anyway, it's yeah. a, a kind of a common trajectory, I guess, if yeah. you're, if you're a person of fame, of fame. F- funny though, that yeah. we, I, th- I think as humans, at least in the, uh, I, I don't know, uh, misconception that fame and, and fortune are going to equal happiness. I don't know. When I was growing up, uh, you needed to have a title at a college degree uh, in order to start making money and then be happier. And you are always in pursuit of that title. Uh, well, you leave college with a degree, but then you, you start working in, in a business. And then you need to reach that title uh, in order for you to be happy and you need that and I was going up when I left when I finished college my goal was to be general manager of a hotel because that's where I was going to be happy right and then I, I made so many mistakes trying to achieve that happiness that I was just taking a toll in the family sure and then at one point uh, a GM uh, at a hotel. I was I was his the second in command, and I thought, okay, I think you're ready to become GM, but are you? Do you really want this? I said, yeah. And said, he what do you me, mean? He told me, are you, do you really want to? Yeah, be? and you were probably like, well, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> because and then he told me, let me explain to you how my life is as a GM as a general manager of a hotel. And uh, I shadowed him for a few months and he gave me some of these responsibilities. And then everything that I was leaving, uh, not to spend time with my family, just for being a at a hotel, you know, say, you know what? I think I'd rather spend more time with the family. Don't get me wrong, uh, still uh, having uh, a position and a, a salary that I could keep on, but uh, not having that as a goal. As I become GM, I think my family, I, uh, I'd rather have my family happy. Sure. And then uh, my life changed suddenly when I changed that mindset. How, at what age? It was recently. It was... Um, For you? Two, uh, yeah, it was uh, 2013, 2012, okay. 2013. I mean, how grateful. I mean, that's kind of an epiphany, right? Oh, yes. Like... Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, because if you don't, like, uh, after you're, you know, gone, like, I mean, you, not necessarily you, mm-hmm. but if you just don't ever, then then your kids, when yeah. they're talking to their kids, they're like, you know, my, my dad was, he was just always working. You never, they don't have a whole lot of memories to, to share. And unfortunately, uh, hotel industry, don't get me wrong, I love the hotel industry, and they gave me through, through all these years. Uh, but uh, trying to reach that goal, I was uh, spending. I, I, it wasn't bothering for me to be as, as a banking manager, for example, to 
come at, at the hotel at 6 in the morning, 7 in the morning, to be until 7 p.m., 8 p.m., because there's a function. Because uh, I wanted to be sure that the bank of the department was running how it was supposed to be running. And I also I want for my GM and uh, at the corporate level to see me as a, that's the guy that uh, we're going to put. The rising in, star. The rising Cesar star. Sanchez. Uh, yeah. Look and out. then every single hotel that I work in, I spend my time hours. And then I didn't, I, I knew that my kids were not happy. But I was thinking that uh, when I get there, they will know why I did the sacrifices. And then I, I came to a point where talking to the general manager that I, I adore him very much. And then I realized, man, I think I, I, I've been all these years going through the wrong. Don't mean, no wrong. Right, it was like what right. I think. I was thinking it was the right thing. But then. Well, what's crazy is that, and not crazy, but I think, you know, if you're not in that industry, uh, there's no way for you to see, um, but uh, you have um, some pretty basic fundamentals. You know, you've got your three meals, assuming it's a hotel that has mm -hmm. food. You've got uh, your three meals, and then you've got your your night, your sleep time, mm -hmm. and then you've got your other amenities like clean towels and shower and soap. And so... Uh, as if a non-industry person, you know, that takes whatever regular vacations and they check into a hotel, they, they are thinking like from beginning to the end of my stay has to be perfect. Oh yeah. They're not thinking GM's perspective. There's a whole building full of people mm -hmm. that have all left their homes and they're all staying here. Mm -hmm. So you've, you know, a, all of the things have to be, you know, perfect. Yeah, you've perfect. got all of the, all of the, everything that goes into meal preparation, mm -hmm. the buying of the food, the creation of menus, the execution of the food. Yeah. You know, then you've got the housekeeping side and the maintenance side, and and then now today it's like uh, you know Wi-Fi and uh, mm -hmm. pools and like uh, uh, I stayed uh, at a hotel not too long ago where it's like uh, check in. And uh, yeah, the I get on my laptop. I'm probably probably doing some work stuff, and uh, everything's slow but working. And then all of a sudden, it's not. Mm. And oh, all right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna figure out work on something else, and blah, come back to it, and it's still not there. And then I I went I went to the front desk, and they're like, yeah, it's just it's just down. And I'm like, but can you, you can't just let unplug? And they're like, oh no 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 mm. no. There's a whole room. Full yeah. of like circuit boards and wire, like it, we have a person's got to come, mm -hmm. and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's way, way, way beyond our." And I was like, "And that's just the teeniest Wi-Fi. It's a big thing, yeah." But in the grand picture, so anyway, yeah, it's 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 fascinating to me to think about non-industry people having no awareness of what it takes to make one hotel operate the way. When I came out to Kansas City. I can transfer uh, from a hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I was supposed to be only for one year here in Kansas City. Uh, I was supposed to go back to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, but uh, first, I, I, my wife mostly and my kids, they fell in love with the city. You know, uh, you, are, you guys, are you guys up north? Yes. And always have been? Yes. Okay. Yes. The, to raise the kids, to raise the family, I, I think we couldn't find a better place. Right. But when we came, uh, this uh, director of operations and general manager, uh, great professionals in the industry, and love them. Uh, they 
for, when I came to, to the hotel, because I saw how the hotel is feeling. It was at the Western Ground Center. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, it was phenomenal. Okay, how's been your experience so far? Yeah, I, I came. Okay, how's been your, the experience since you came here? Uh, yeah, it's been good. Okay, and uh, then he started telling me, he, he drove me uh, through the airport, from the airport. And then he, you know, uh, and he, started, he started telling me from the airport, okay, what are you going to encounter when you came to the hotel? You have to tell me how you feel, what the smell, what's that perception, how the, smi how the smile of each person that you encounter. Uh, because these people that come to the hotel, they spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, for an experience. That's all they're taking when they leave here is an experience. So for that experience, everything needs to be no less than perfection. And when uh, when you go to the banker rooms, I was in overseeing banker department, the coffee pots need to be without a spot. The the cans of sodas need to be facing the, the, the same direction. The the scoop, the ice scoop needs to be facing a 45 angle degree because that's the easier angle for a right person to handle the ice scoop. Is that they have they they everything that you can possibly imagine, they think about it. And you are in that mindset of perfection for such a long time yeah. that at some point okay, you are you are trained to, to be like that and don't get me wrong it's well, that, that uh, hospitality it's crazy because like absolutely that is has to be from the operations the, from the, the operation the, the experience uh -huh. the customer's not thinking that oh no 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 what what I think is that uh, there's Probably, I mean, you know what you're getting if you're staying in a $69 yeah. a night room, mm -hmm. if it's a $189 a night room. Yeah. You, 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 hopefully your expectation matches the, mm -hmm. the, the price. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, if, if everybody's operating from that base level point, like here's basically what I think I should get. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you, you know, uh, the ice scoop fell down, the handle is in the, in the ice. And mm -hmm. you know, oh, that, that could happen. Uh, the coffee pot uh, was had a smear or was out of coffee. I had mm -hmm. to wait for eh, that can happen. Um, but if that list starts getting longer, eventually they're going to be at a point where like, I don't know if I would stay here again. Mm -hmm. And you want them leaving being like, you know, no, I like I'll, next time I'm coming through, I'll stay there because it was a good experience. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. It's, it's a lot of moving yes. parts and thought emotions and yeah. thoughts and, um, anyway um uh carta de amor uh mm -hmm. was a, 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 a the first song where i was like there's a lot of changes carta de amor uh, is a it's a salsa if i do recall okay it's a so it's, it's a different yeah. genre than bachata and salsa but even the same song it's a uh, carta de amor uh is a is a letter but but it's a literally a letter, letter because even the punctuation he mentioned the punctuation oh, punto funny. y seguido how oh, funny. Okay, okay. How are you going to sing and then sing about the punctuation? <laughs> and then at the end of the song, then he mentioned Soltana Mandela. The the free uh, Nelson Mandela. Oh. How in the how in the love song you're gonna put a, a social issue that uh, the in South Africa Nelson Mandela was released? Well, uh love song it's like uh go back to the fish. Like love song is kind of like a hook with bait. Yeah. Once you have them, then drop a little. Yeah. What? What? Oh, that, that, then you're, that now you're thinking be, about it because you've been listening to the song about a love song for 
th three, three and a half minutes, and then at the end, uh, Sultan Amandela, okay, what are we talking about here? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it comes to you, okay, yeah. now... Interesting that uh, Carta de Amor, Letter of Love, or Love Letter, mm -hmm. and then uh, Visa para un Sueño. It's like a Visa for, is kind of like this 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 notion of the relationship between a document and a feeling. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was interesting. Right? Yeah. Um, so, so here's where we kind of uh, dip a little bit into things that, you know, like made me think and look stuff up, you know. Um, my, uh, uh, you said your son speaks really good Spanish yes. and your daughter is pretty good. And, and she'll ask, you know, mm -hmm. to, uh, I, I'm not on your son's level. I'm maybe somewhere in the well, same. We speak Spanish. Right. But I mean, as far as like perfection and, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, I, I, I hit roadblocks. I hit hurdles. Um, so estrellitas y duendes. Duende is not a word. That I decided to look it up. So Duende is a, is a dwarf. Well, uh, the Google said it was a goblin. Well, the thing is, uh, it's coming from a, uh, I think, a poem from Pablo Neruda. Oh wow! Yeah, Neruda is a Chilean uh, writer, uh -huh. very famous. Writer. Yeah, as a one, one of his writings, he talks about. So it's a it's a, it's a love song. But then he his influence is based on the book from, from Neruda. So it's little stars and dwarves. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. Uh, but it's very it's a very pretty song. It's mm -hmm. soothing. Yeah. Um, it's a bachata. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see where do we. Okay. Um, a pedir su mano. Uh -huh. um, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Reminded me of the tone. It was the first time in that in this record that I that I felt the tone from Ojalá que llueva café. Because mm -hmm. up until that song, I'm like, this is this is different. This has got a different, mm -hmm. not not huge, but a, 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 you know, the untrained ear <clears throat> can pick up on some differences. In a pedir su mano, if I understand well, the the meaning of the song is uh, in, in in Dominican uh, uh, is is a tradition that uh, a man when he wants to marry uh this girl he go to his father's yeah. parents and ask for permission here, here too yeah i did yeah. that well yeah i did it too in, in dominican but if now in the way that the song was written i don't know if you remember in the late 80s uh paul simon yes uh graceland yes if you see that he has some african roots you know, to Tons. the in Apedir Sumano, if you listen to the song, he got some African rhythms mixed well, into the merengue. Interesting. And then they say, why are you putting an African rhythm, more more strongly rhythm to a merengue? But in, in, the, in the song, then you have the why. why yeah. The, why well, the you that? brought up uh, the concept. I wish I would have written it down, but I didn't. You brought up uh, how, how heavy his, his concert Mm -hmm. touring and dates and stuff uh there are some pretty huge festivals multi-artist festivals that mm -hmm. he was i think maybe in california mm -hmm. that he was a part of with huge names and paul simon was one of them mm -hmm. so they've at the very least they've shared a stage yes you know yes fascinating yeah um but uh i, I kept uh getting 
I'm, I'm aware of which came first and which came second, but uh-huh. I, but I, I I was getting like a lot of Moana feels from uh-huh. Apedir Sumano. Yeah, well, Moana was recently because I was written by Lee Manuel Miranda. Yeah, uh, from Hamilton, from the yes, yes. Uh, well, Lee Manuel first he wrote uh, In the Heights, okay, then Hamilton. Then uh, he became all the Disney stuff, like a Moana. Sure. That's more, more recently. But it got the same... Uh, feel. Uh, feel. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Moana is more like a Pacific. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And but I'm that's not... the beauty of the music. Because sometimes you think uh, that, that rhythm is more like a from Pacific. But if you go further from the Pacific, you reach Africa. Right. And then you start feeling similarities in music between the countries that uh, yeah. you reach from there to the Pacific. Um, but uh, the, Mo- uh, the, the Moana piece for that song, the feeling was coming from the backing vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like that whole where, where she's, I mean, I absolutely adore that movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen it probably five times with my kids i watched it once by myself uh-huh. I'm, I'm guaranteed i'll cry three times every time you know uh so when you, she kind of is hitting that like spot where she realizes mm-hmm. you know we were explorers and and you, then you start getting like more of the culture piece uh-huh. um that that's the, the similarity that uh-huh. I'm, like i'm that's where i'm you know, uh-huh. anyway anyway yeah um okay now here's where things get crazy mm-hmm. uh so uh, day i had to look up um la bilin bilin rubina i was like what is that so i looked it up and you know what that translates to in english what is it? billy rubin billy rubin i was like i don't know what that is either so <laughs> st- bear with me mm-hmm. uh, billy rubin uh, the song is how, how do you say the song name billy rubina la billy rubina so uh-huh. a bilirubin in English is a reddish bile pigment resulting from the degradation of heme, H-E-M-E, also don't know uh-huh. what that is, uh, by r- reticulonothelial cells in the liver. In the liver. A high level in the blood produces yellow skin. Yeah. So I get that, it, I that, got I got that definition for bilirubin. I was like, I'm more confused than I was when I looked <laughs> it up. So let me keep looking stuff up. Uh, so heme is a deep red iron-containing blood pigment. Uh, that reticulendothelial is a cell having both reticular and endothelial characteristics. I'm like, there's two more things. I don't know what they are. <laughs> so reticular uh, is net-like or a network of intercellular fibers in certain tissues, a network of structures in the endoplasm or nucleus of certain cells. That I can kind of understand. Yeah. Uh, and then the endothelial, a type of epithelium composed of a single layer of smooth, thin cells that lines the heart, blood vessels, and, and lymphatics, and serous cavities. So I think we're at the end, but now there's two more <laughs> words. So epithelium um, is... Let's see here. Any animal tissue that covers a surface or, or lines a cavity and performs secretary, secretory, transporting, or regulatory functions. And then serous is, is uh, serous cavities refers to clear, watery fluids. So I, I get through all that, and I'm like, okay, so what's a Billy Rubin again? <laughs> yeah, and, and that is a love song. 
<laughs> so, so the moral of the story is that love reaches all the way into your cells and beyond. I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that song is one of the most uh, popular uh, songs in his catalog. And in every concert, he has to sing it. But it's that in when the true story is that uh, he got hepatitis. And oh, he, yeah. Okay. At some point, which, uh, which affects is related your liver. to the liver. Okay, okay. But while he was in the hospital, then he got the idea for for the song. That that's in real life. But the true meaning of the song is that uh, it's like a, when he's singing about this girl, uh, and every time that you that I look at you and you look at you won't look at me, my little Ruben goes goes high. Ah. And then he start putting medical terms into the song. But it is a love song. That's the thing. <laughs> true, true artist. Even in the hospital, yeah. he's, he doesn't stop working. In in, in, a, in a drawing in the picture, happy this happy birthday. A person can see that this happy birthday. I said, oh, come on, the, the P is not and the Y. But and also, wow, the way that the the two P's are together, you know, there's a symbolism. Oh yeah, both yeah. And so, same thing with yeah. music and and, and the rhythm and, and the so, lyrics. Uh, that, that's really wild because um, there there's stand-up comics love to talk about uh, this concept of dating and the, what it's like to get up the courage to ask a girl out and then for the girl to be like I hope he's not a if I say yes I hope he's not a mass murderer you know mm-hmm. um, but the feeling of even before you ask you know just i look at you and you won't look back but that's devastating uh-huh. right yeah uh this so i have three younger sisters yeah the oldest and the youngest both live here and are single and don't have kids uh-huh. the middle lives in chicago and has three daughters uh f- first grade and younger um so the, i have three nieces that's it and they my three nieces with the guidance of their mother made this happy birthday uncle blair uh without their existence i wouldn't be uncle blair nah. so when that came to me and i was kind of like trying to put this room together i was like oh, it has to be right it has to be um man uh <laughs> title track of the record uh is like almost symphonic and kind of ballady uh, of the uh, bachata rosa, um, this again kind of a diff- different feel uh, mm-hmm. under the same you know general constructs. When I I went to a concert of Juan Luis in '91, and that I bring my friend to the concert, and I ask her if she wants to at some time day with me through that song, and she's not my wife. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we're going to take another sort of little, um, side Mm. story here. De de Forestame. De Forestame. De Forestame. Female vocals. Uh Uh-huh. And it's, uh, Adalgisa. Adalgisa Pantaleon. Pantaleon. Mm Um, so I had to look her up. Um, and I mean, she's fascinating too. Um, she's been with him. I, she was already a, a well-known artist in Dominican. Her folks were... I, and her folks were in, in music. And then uh, when uh, Juan Luis, uh, his band, he was in too many concerts. Right? And then uh, at some point, the female singers of the band, 
they got their own ideas, you know, to go solos or oh, this is too much for for me. They they left the band and then Adalgisa, who she was already a very well known singer, Dominican. Right. Uh, he needed some help to finish the the record, so he bring her. But then uh, she likes it and he likes the way that she sings. So she became part then of the band. Yeah. So for, she for, she for sang. Uh, it says she sang uh, at school evenings in church and at events in her town and her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then in 2003, she put out her own record, mm -hmm. El, El Son del Sol, The Sound of the Sun, uh -huh. which I didn't listen to. I just kind of listened to a little bit, but um, uh, it, it, it was put out by La Oreja Media Group. Uh, uh -huh. Ten tracks, 46 minutes. Yeah. And she, in my opinion, the, of the little bit of it that I listened to, uh, there's insane changes mm -hmm. happening in within each song yeah like okay i got it. and then it just shifts completely mm -hmm. and then sometimes it shifts back sometimes yeah. it shifts to a different yeah. direction um all all very enjoyable and yes. beautiful voice um the first track queseria de mi huge horn sound different horns than i'm used to in juan luis guerra mm -hmm. stuff um and um like almost maybe jazzier like yes uh, well it, all these artists that uh, they were with, with that uh, group that cool jazz is a very fundamental okay part okay of that and they like to play between and switch between jazz and bossa okay and son and salsa and bachata and it stays in the in the same i mean yeah cool stuff yes. uh there are lots of percussion yeah. piano maybe some xylophone and you know in there mm -hmm. um horns a vocal signature i mean just cool stuff um mm -hmm. however the record closes with uh accompagne accompagne me civil, civil. civil uh which i mean what a closer like <laughs> uh, super high integrity and they jam Yes. Like they, the two thirds of the way through the song, they hit a spot and then they kind of like stay in this riff. Mm -hmm. They're jamming. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and the good thing is that it's not Juan Luis who is singing or that he let other people from the band to to explore. Okay. And I think that the two other singers are the ones singing in, in the song. And uh, if if I do recall, that song is about in Dominican and like any, any other uh, Latin countries. Uh, uh, police uh traffic police you know uh when they stop you sometimes uh, they let you go sometimes uh you need to leave your driver license but uh, for you to keep your driver license you have to give some uh a little bit of corruption a, a little bit of corruption okay so in this case accompaniment civil is like a uh, I, I treat me, you. treat me right. Yeah, yeah, stupid, but you need to uh, let. I have to let you go if you let me. Get, get get some money, which is a social issue in Dominican, because it shouldn't be. Right. You know that that shouldn't right. be, but that they put light uh, to that to to that issue that that, that happens over there. Right. Uh, but it's a merengue. Yeah. And it kept you yeah. dancing and singing, but also hmm, you know. Well, you know, um, I think you know uh part of uh one of my many many flaws is um you know, if, if, oh stop uh <laughs> if i'm gonna do this thing like all right you know if i'm gonna 
make this space and do this thing, then everything's got to be perfect. No. Not even close. There have been so many goofs and blah, but I, but I operate that way. And I think part of the, uh, one of the biggest goals of my, the second half of my life is, is to try and like undo that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I, when I sat down to look up these, you know, the, when I couldn't find uh, escape and O Dominican, like Mm -hmm. a, a little bit of panic set in. And I, and for, like, what do I do? What do I do? You know? And then, and I just, I, for somehow, luckily my brain's like, just listen to the two that you can find and it'll be mm-hmm. fine. And all right, let's do that. And then I listened to them. And I was like, I love both of those records. Like mm-hmm. I, I hear an hour and a half ago, I was freaking out. Like, yes. and it's just like, mm-hmm. the, luckily those are two really good records. Yes. And I throw, I mean, uh, not, not that every record that people tell me I, I don't have to like them all you know i, yeah. I, I have not liked all of them mm. um but i was like here i was freaking out about you know and, mm-hmm. and they turn out to be not only uh lovely to the ear but make you think there's, mm-hmm. there's you know I, I would totally pick up a biography or watch a documentary about mm-hmm. this guy like there should be i i, I haven't looked in the internet if there's if there's one right there are interviews with him of course uh but uh more than more than his individuals, listen to his music. Sure, it makes you calm. Yeah, makes you think. Yeah, makes you. Uh, it's grounding. Yeah, and also at the same time, same me and my wife, we maybe listen to the same song as we were talking before, but we have a different idea. Yeah. still nowadays, Fine. you know about uh, even the same one that I dedicate to her when I, uh, when I, we went to the concert. Okay, what what did you mean? You know, so, well, in that, there's a part of the song that I, that he made that and I want that for you. And said, oh, no, I thought that it was another part. So yeah, yes. Funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, in in the uh, other portion of our text exchange to sort of get this thing on the calendar, you mentioned Journey uh-huh. and Bon Jovi. Uh, yeah. How um, how did those two artists speak to you? How did they kind of become favorites? It was almost. It was more when uh, in the seventies when my father was a uh, when he started giving me these records about Beatles and everything. Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. Above from there, that in the eighties, I have a uh, very good neighbors that there was also they were also in music, and they listened to Fleetwood Mac. They started listening to Eagles, to Journey. And uh, they they start I start gathering from there, and then I used to come to New York for vacations. Mm. Bon Jovi was big. And those are the Sleepy Room Wet yeah. album yeah. came out. Uh, but at the same time, Pink Floyd was coming with uh, Learning to Fly. Oh man, such yeah. a good record. Yeah, but Europe also came with the final countdown. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and so. And that was, uh, should I buy the Learning to Fly? Should I buy the Europe? I bought the Europe. Yeah. <laughs> because it was the, the, the well, popular. Well, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. The, and I, also, I got some friends. I want to bring some popular music from here to the United States. But then the, uh, after a few months, why shouldn't I pick Pink Floyd? Learning <laughs> to Fly. And then, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like all kind of music, I, yeah. I, I think. Well, when you were telling, when you're, so you're like uh, Bon Jovi Journey, you you, were, you prefaced it with saying more like songs, not albums. More you like did songs. give me an album, and it was uh, Rumors. Rumors. Um, so that's 1977, uh-huh. um, and uh, 
so I, I um, grew up, you know, my, my dad, um, he, he, he liked, you know, John Denver and the Oak Ridge Boys, and uh, we would listen to eight tracks in his van. Uh, and he, he also had like, you know, a Muppets, the Muppet movie and Sesame street. And, uh, so the, you know, and he, he had some stuff that he would listen to at home, but once my folks were split and we're basically with our mom full time, uh, um, what we're getting is oldies. Like just, that's what we're hearing on the car. Oldies. 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 Um, and so that was kind of like my foundation. And then, you know, I kind of moved into rock and you know listening to rap and hip-hop and but but i but i really kind of firmly planted myself in in classic rock mm-hmm. um and eventually i carved out you know this list of artists from that genre. i was like these are all the really good ones mm-hmm. and nobody can tell me different all the rest are either not as good or shitty or whatever yeah. um but i stayed in that camp so long that it really 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 burned me out so there's a whole lot of classic rock songs that if i hear them come on the radio and i don't listen to the radio that often Mm -hmm. but it it kind of you know makes me cringe a little bit um and so then immediately after that i'm living in colorado and i uh i have some neighbors that are turning me on to different new me and and part of what what they were listening to was uh the british blues explosion late 60s huge blues explosion out of england Mm -hmm. and and the primary outfit was fleetwood mac Mm -hmm. and so this is like 66 68 in that era and this is before stevie nicks uh-huh. And the two, they, I, I got a copy of like live in Chicago and maybe live in London. Um, and it, they're, they're just plugged in sitting around talking and then they're like, all right, let's do the next one. And they just, I mean, crank it out and it's so good. And it's like, I don't, I can't uh, in my tiny pea brain understand how this is the same band as, you know, and it took Stevie Nicks coming for the, uh-huh. him to become huge. So, because of that whole experience, I've Stevie Nicks ruined Fleetwood Mac, you know. Uh, but 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 that that's only coming from this place of I've heard there's certain Fleetwood Mac songs that I've heard so many times that I, I would be happy if I never heard them again, right? Yeah. So so I've I've that's kind of the Fleetwood Mac Mac f- flag that I've waved. I'm I'm also trying to undo that mm-hmm. uh, so i was i was excited normally i'd be like fuck caesar and his rumors i'm not gonna listen to that. but i was excited to listen to it and the first song is uh uh secondhand news mm-hmm. which is hard to argue with a record that starts with that track because it's a really good track i love that track yeah my my flu mac uh uh, the way that I like Fleetwood Mac, it's not because I knew about the lyrics, because I didn't speak English. It's the tonal voice of Stevie Nicks. For me, it was so mellow and so that I, I listened to her even understanding what she was ta- singing about. But then my neighbor, he told me, she, okay, she's the lead singer of this group called Fleetwood Mac. I said, wow. And then the, let me start listening more sure. about Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Journey. Uh, there was none uh, in the seventies. There were not like a, not too many uh, Latin people that you can associate it to rock, except for Santana. Right. 
And then uh, uh, when uh, Black Magic Woman, Sarasende, you, you start listening to them, but then you start reading about the, his uh, group, and there's this guy called Neil, Neil Sean. Yeah, that uh, guitar was, player for Journey, right? Yeah. Then he 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 started playing with Santana, and then when uh, when Journey, uh, the, uh, he started forming the band. Then in Dominica, you start hearing in the radio station about this group Journey. You start reading. Uh, about this group, and then you associate, oh, Neil John, uh, he was with Santana that I like a lot of him. Then you just start associating his music and they start liking wow. uh, more. I saw yeah. a, a TikTok yesterday that's probably from the official Journey account, and there's an Asian dude, Asian, uh-huh. Asian looking. I don't know if he's Asian. Um, Pineda, Alex Pineda. Who sounds a lot oh, he, like Steve Perry? Steve Perry, right? In another, right? I went to to a Journey concert oh. a, a few years ago okay. with my son, yeah, Sammy, and it was, you close the eyes and you think it's Steve Perry. It's <laughs> a, he he's there. Of course, it's a more energy. And yeah, more, yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I. You know, he's Steve Perry. Uh, I think the best, personally for me, the best thing Steve Perry ever did was Oh Sherry. <laughs> I love that tune as a kid. Yeah. Um, so, but but in the uh, uh, 2014 World Series, Royals Giants, remember the Royals went to then lost uh-huh. to the Giants yeah, in 14, and then in 15 we beat the Mets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But in 14. Um, anytime we're out in uh, San Francisco for a game out there, Steve Perry's out there, uh, yeah, in, in a you know a Giants hat and a Giants jersey, and you know don't stop, stop believing. And the whole crowd, I'm like, <laughs> all of the Giants fans in the world can just fall into the ocean. I couldn't, you know, and fu- and fuck Steve Perry. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, dreams beautiful song um have you seen it's been it's been a while now um the once at one time viral video of the uh, uh i don't know i think the dude was kind of asian also um uh, cruising around on a longboard drinking cranberry juice no i have not i'll i'll find it and send it to you um but it it that's it's this it's a small clip and it's just a dude on a big long skateboard. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. No, no, uh, for dreams. The, the yeah, but what he what what, he, what he, was he singing? He, nothing. Uh, he was just in. He's, the, he's just got a bottle of cranberry juice and he's just riding. But he but he made he put the music of dreams. Oh wow! To this clip and it became like yeah. people tried to mimic it and blah blah blah. But um, I giggle. Uh, I mean, it's it's there's something there's something. It was obviously a very very popular clip. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something really soothing about it too, because he's, I mean, he's not moving slow. He's yeah. moving on the skateboard and just to yeah. that song. And and so uh, when I in like 2000, one of the one of the lead guys, uh, Mexican guys in the kitchen, um, his name was uh, uh, Enrique Ceja, and. Uh, when Henry I, eyebrows. Uh, Henry eyebrow. When I <laughs> yeah. when I was like, wait a minute, I didn't I didn't know. Mm. Uh, I knew 
uh, Enrique was Henry. I got that from high school when you uh-huh. learned Roberto is Bob and blah blah blah. But I didn't. I never. Uh, I didn't commit ceja to memory. Uh-huh. And then I, at one day we were just working. I was like, wait a minute, Henry Eyebrow, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and and he always says, um, uh, back then, twenty plus years ago now. But uh, retirement for him is to be on the beach, which with two things: Hugo de Arandano, okay, cranberry juice, cranberry juice, and panocha. And what? Panocha. What is panocha? Pussy. Oh, wow. <laughs> which he's he's very happily married with kids. Yeah. He's he's just being goofy. Uh-huh. But that was all when uh, you know it gets super hot. Back uh-huh. in the kit and and servers or who bar they'll bring you something to drink like water or yeah. soda or whatever. He would always ask for cranberry juice. And oh, I, okay. one day I was like, "What's with the cranberry juice?" He's like, "I don't know, man. I didn't have it. Yeah, it really wasn't around growing up, and I love it. And when I retire, those are the two things." <laughs> like, okay, Henry Eyebrow, we know what you want when you're when you retire. Have you hear from him? Is that now? Uh, I I I had lunch with him. God, I was probably brand new. Probably we had probably started at the same time you and I, uh-huh. and I met with him um, at a restaurant for lunch because uh, he he had just started doing some kind of cleaning. Um, I it, it's been a long mm-hmm. time. It's been a long, but but one one of my favorite people, like such a good guy. Yeah, uh, but I'll have to remember to send you that clip. But, but hopefully he. He's still having that mind, right? Now, yeah, retired. Yeah, and the- he, he's also, um, you know, uh, like I, 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 um, I saw him plenty of times with his kids. He told me a funny story, uh, one time. He I also, you know, like a lot of those folks, AM job, PM job, mm. not, not probably not too different from your folks. Um, so that, you know, in between, mm. a lot of those are a nine to three. And then a four to four to whatever, five, eleven. Yeah. Uh, so that window is always very tight. For a lot of them, it's run home, maybe shower, maybe nap. Hopefully, there's some something to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're, you know, uh, anyway, this, this one day he's out with his son, Ivan, and Ivan's very small at this time, and they're at a CVS or something like mm-hmm. that. And he's trying to get whatever he needs to get and pay for it, and because they, they got places to be. And he looks over and his son is uh, staring at, and I mean, he's probably like six, maybe five, six, seven, and he's like just staring at this selection of condoms that are on display. Okay. And he's like, Dad. He's, he he sees it and he's like, Oh boy! Hopefully we can finish this transaction and get out of here. Uh-huh. And his dad and his his son's like, Dad, what is, what is it? And he's like, I'll, I'll tell you another time. He's like, Dad, what is it? And he's like, I'll tell you another time. And he's like, we got to go. And so he goes back to the transaction and he looks back over and his son is like, he's got, he's man in that small window. He's managed to get one out of the, this is before they're locked up behind the glass, right? They're just on the show. He's managed to get one out and he's about to tear open. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So then he, then now he can't get, they're in the, they're leaving. They've left. They're in the car going wherever. And he, he can't get out of the conversation. Yeah. So he tells him, he's like, I wish you wouldn't have told me that. <laughs> I tried. I tried to avoid that conversation five different ways, but you yeah. forced it on me. But anyway, Henry Eyebrow and his cranberry juice. Uh, uh, n- awesome. Never going back. Um, 
unique picking strumming guitar that we've never really got before in classic rock mm. uh and then we get into don't stop like that. Yeah. i'm like i've heard that so many times yeah the, uh, same with go your own way your own same way. with the chain the chain um and same with gold dust woman which is the last track but i don't remember that much about that one but. um uh, there are um yeah. you make love and fun um mm. songbird uh oh, okay uh, songbird i don't want to know and our daddy uh are they're lesser known like mm -hmm. i didn't know them at all until i listened to this record for this purpose uh, okay. i was like those are fantastic songs i remember I, I the last time i heard that record was i mentioned to you where, because when we talk about records yeah I, I used to listen to those in the 80s earlier but i haven't listened to the record up by itself probably 10 12 years okay do you have uh some kind of streaming service on your phone uh spotify okay do you pay for it no nah. okay so you could pull up rumors yeah. Yeah. and listen to it on shuffle yeah right i i, I put uh, for example a, a rock and roll uh, uh hymns or 80s or something and then some come up like a from Fleetwood mark still come like a little lies yeah, like yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me, but, uh, but I like from, that song. From Fleetwood Mac, even though you know that after I started learning English and read that the, the lyrics and that the, the meaning actually of this song, but it was mostly the the voice of Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Yeah, it stays with you. It's like oh. also uh, the Carpenters. Oh, in the 70s. yeah. Uh, that uh, the Karen Carpenter. Yeah, uh, style right? of voice. Puff the Magic Dragon. Is that them? No. No, that's Peter, Paul, and Mary. Uh -huh. uh, God, the Carpenters, the Carpenters so. had one really big hit. Uh, they were like a, they had like a two or three. Uh, when you start looking at the documentary, yeah, you know, yeah, they got more, more, uh, they show, yeah. But it's uh, that that voice, that sweetness of the voice, soothing. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so Journey, Fleetwood Mac, Bon Jovi, Pink Floyd, any other? You, I was more in U two. U two in Joshua yeah. Tree. Oh man. Came out, you know, so. That's such a good. Record. And when they came to Arrowhead, uh, when I came to see her, uh, a few years ago, like the a, Joshua Tree. The Joshua okay, Tree. how was that? Oh, it's amazing. Who did you go with your wife? I went my wife and uh, my brother-in-law and his wife. Okay. Did does everybody like that? Oh, they love it. Nice. They love it. Nice. I think I haven't been to many concerts, and uh, I think that was one of the last ones that I that, that I was. Okay. Uh, any other Dominican artists that were favorites or are favorites? There were. Uh, there are. Um, for example, uh, merengue. There was a, a very popular, and he just recently died, like a year, like a year ago. Johnny Ventura. Okay. Johnny Ventura. Uh, but he was more like a party uh singing but uh, also uh some of his songs also got some meaning okay that uh the the way that was written but uh johnny ventura was a he he was an icon in the merengue nice uh, in dominican and uh there's a uh, wilfrido vargas is uh, another one and uh, from the 80s 90s uh, probably since I came to live in the United States, I don't live, I, I, I don't follow you know, what is sure. in, in in the music in, the, in the, uh, right now. Yeah, but but you still the, these are very strong. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, so your son, we know, uh, is is way into music. Yes. You, I think you said your daughter is too. Like my daughter, so uh, she's uh, she's a, she's a theater major. Okay. Uh, she she she's right now. Yeah. 
Where's she? In Chicago. Uh, she's, really? She, yeah. Yeah, she's gonna... Uh, How long has she been there? Uh, like a, for a year or so. She okay. finished college. Okay. And then uh, she went to Chicago because uh, she want, she she needed to explore what she's going to do. That's her, her dream. So uh, she was, I, I follow with her more the Broadway's musicals okay. and everything. Sure. But she's a more she's more a lot of music, but she also follows more the Broadway. Sure, style. that's but, cool. Yeah, she, I think she's gonna be Richard the Third play. She's gonna be playing right now. Oh, I'm really? going next weekend to Chicago. Oh, you are? Her. Oh, fun! Yeah, her. I, I want a picture. Absolutely. If you, I don't snap a selfie. Absolutely. Um, yeah. uh so speaking of which um you just went to spain i went to spain and it was not a short trip right no i spent uh 17 18 days uh so but only the southern spain okay uh, why uh we like spain but we've been already before in madrid and barcelona okay uh, but uh, we we start exploring different areas of spain i said we need to go back to spain and in two or three different trips and uh, every trip just the two of you just me and my wife okay. just me and my wife you guys must really like each other <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean that's not a, i mean that's no. uh, uh i had a guy on here it's come up a bunch of times mm. but it's it's one it's always it's one thing in your home right there's there's common areas and then there's private rear room uh-huh. and then the, uh, maybe you have a family room or whatever there if if for whatever reason things aren't perfect for a moment you can go have a little bit of space over here yeah but if you uh like go on a cruise for 10 days with your wife and your three kids or whatever Mm. and you're everybody's just in this teeny tiny little room oh no uh insane the hotel room can feel very spacious but also it can feel very crowded depending on the vibe yeah. so yeah. for you to go for 17 18 days well, traveling I, I love my wife that, that that's a, a, a sure a sure I, I cannot see myself enjoying something and her not being part of it no. so uh, every trip we have to plan it together because uh, part of my satisfaction is is seeing her enjoy uh, stuff. Is seeing her also enjoying yeah the same thing that I that I enjoy. So when we're planning all these trips together, I visualizing her being in those places I enjoy. So uh, we went to southern Spain. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, we st- we stopped in Malaga, which uh, and then from there we went to eight eight nine different cities. Dang. Uh, in a, in a, are you, did you rent a car? How, no, how? It, it, the public transportation there is okay. really good. Okay. So we just go with a uh, bus okay. uh, from Malaga to Cadiz, from sure. Malaga to Sevilla, from Malaga here and, there. and in each city. Sevilla is the sister city of Kansas, uh, Kansas City, right? City. Yeah. Yes, uh, there's an avenue, Kansas City Avenue. Nice. Did in, you get a picture? In, in Sevilla. No, I didn't. Yeah. You got to go back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that's an excuse for me to go right. back. I need to go and take a picture of that. <laughs> But yeah, the the food, the scenery, mm. the the monuments, uh, the people, the, the and also uh, it's good to talk to people from other countries. Uh, you have a, like a different experience. Uh, also, they want. It's good for me to see how they see us and how we see them and we interact in conversation. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the folks that have the adopted kid from Haiti, they just came back from a trip from France. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I had questions about, you know, like, yeah. and did the French, you know, there's this whole, the French seem snobby and, and also do the French actually hate Americans and da, da, da. Mm. No, I didn't get it. But he said, the only thing is that, uh, he, the kids over there, like you don't see French kids, like throwing tantrums in the middle. No, of, right. Like, no, no. And it's uh, something that I, I noticed over there. Yes. Uh, is shitty gather nightlife, uh, and, the, uh, restaurants bars but the old people the the adults people they bring their kids nice. to enjoy time with them sure. in, in, with the restaurants like, and they don't see them as a oh, i had to bring my kids no they are as a family they're enjoying and, uh, and with other people and they got their kids also enjoying with them cool the, the moment cool so that's that's a good foundation i think for now um why do i why did I think that you t- had taken another trip before Spain kind of recently? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every year we try to, to go. Last year we went to Dominica and spent uh, two, okay. three weeks. But but you, Spain's been your only trip this year? This year, no. Uh, this year I went to uh, first uh, Tennessee. We spent a few okay. days over there. Uh, my, my father, he passed away. In Dominica, I had to go and spend a few weeks over there. Okay. And then the, this trip to Spain. But every year, like for example, two years before, we went to Spain, uh, the Czech Republic. How is that? Oh, it's, it's amazing. Really? And we went to uh, Madrid, Barcelona, Prague. Then we went to Venice, Florence, and Rome. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean that sounds amazing. Yeah, I don't know. It's a but again, it's it's the, it's the experiences and the 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 food. Yeah, the sceneries, uh, everything that. And then for right now, I can think about that trip in Florence. Right. What I ate, the steak that I ate, the Florentine. Now at at the end of that trip, um, when you're home, and you've slept in your you're back home, you slept slept in your bed uh, for the first night back home, then you wake up that next morning are you like god i wish i was still there or are you like that was perfect and i'm happy to be home now yes i'm perfect and i'm planning my next one (laughs) (laughs) yes so uh there will be no shortage of travel plans for you guys in the me and my wife we are planning to what are what are some places that you've had basic conversations about that neither of you have ever been to that you want to check out I want to see all the continents. Okay. And then, uh, but not necessarily have to go to every country or. Right, or, right. But for example, I want to go to Asia and then see Thailand, Bali, Indonesia. Uh, I think my wife, she she got some friends uh, that are from Philippines. Okay. We may need to go, sure. go there. So we went to you guys there. ever talk about Iceland? Uh, we not necessarily Iceland, but Finland, okay. Denmark, okay. Uh, Switzerland. I feel Sweden. like I feel like every other day I'm opening social media and somebody I know is in Iceland. Yeah, sharing pictures and I'm like, mm-hmm. holy cow, it looks insanely beautiful. Yes, um, I want to go to New Zealand, Australia. I want to see the the coral reef. Uh, you know, so that's do, a long flight. That's a long flight. But but again, it's the experience. You yeah, know, of course, and, of course. And then in Africa, I want to go to South Africa, uh, Madagascar. Okay. You know, so. smuggle home some uh, vanilla beans. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. Uh, okay. Um, well, uh, again, going back to before you went to Tamarindo, mm-hmm. um, 
You, I, I've been there twice. Right, both times since I've known you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I don't remember. I feel like it was after the first trip uh, that you were like. I just remember this experience of you being mm-hmm. like, I could see myself yes. retiring there, mm-hmm. or or visiting, but having a second home there, or something mm-hmm. like yes. that. Why? I don't see myself like uh, staying in a place forever, retire in the same place forever. Mm-hmm. I think I got my mind like to explore. Sure. And then Tamarindo uh, feel a peace. Uh, feel uh, there's a kind of peace that uh, you don't feel in too many places like uh, like you being. I guess there's a low, low uh, speed of life. Sometimes you you like to be in Madrid, for example, and uh, the the train, the, the the night bar, the nightlife, the tapas, the bar. But sometimes also then the next week you want to be in a beach, home. So Tamarindo gives you that vibe. That is like a here you're gonna disconnect. Here you're gonna relax. There are also a couple places like that in Dominican, that uh, okay. Las Terrenas, Samana. That also you you can disconnect, but I I like to be in a certain point in my life where I can be a couple months here, a couple sure. months there, a couple months sure. there, and and live the life. That's that's my goal. So. Dude, this this so like you know this is kind of an imp- that little surfboard was kind of an impulse by at the end of our stay, and it was uh, you know a dude that has a little cart on the mm-hmm. off the sidewalk, and he's got you know. 50 or 60 mm-hmm. uh and i don't know 10 12 different designs he's got a few mm, of you yeah. but i saw that and i was like it's it's just spoke to me about because our trip was ending uh-huh. and uh it just i i was like whoa this kind of really captures how i've felt about this trip mm-hmm. and i feel like if i have it in my home you're gonna have your mind's going back to it's the crazy, it's like silly, but mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I it just it transports me. I don't know, and I I don't know. I, there's something about that little town that yeah, and the people in Tamarindo, uh, they are you you don't expect them to be rich or or, or anything. They make a living, and they're fine with they, they yep. make a living. Yeah. They, that person can make ten of those ones. They can sell five or six a day, and they're fine with that. Yeah, you know, they are at noon. They go home. Uh, they grab a, a beer, go to the beach, right. and and live live the life. And next day, you know, yeah. So that that piece that piece is like a brings you there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I mean, I I, I, I try to ask uh, each guest this, mm-hmm. but sometimes I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I I think we might already have the answer for you, but um, tomorrow. You wake up and your family has been given all the money that you could spend, your kids could spend. There's no, there's nobody could spend it all before mm-hmm. they all before everybody's dead. Uh, so you no longer have to worry. You you hire a person to hey take care of my uh, make sure that the lawn's cut and the mm-hmm. you know uh, snow is shoveled and, and and also I want you to make sure my bills are paid and my laundry's washed. You have literally not a care in the world. You can go where you want, do as you please. What's the source of joy for you? To, whether it's you know thirty seconds one day or five hours one day, but what's what's well, the, that would motivate me to go, go on? 
Well, would make you ha- yeah. You don't have to work. You don't have to worry about mo- where. What's your source of happiness? You know what? To be with my wife is already a source of happiness. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and not because she's gonna see this video. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Will you show it to her? Yeah. Oh, she will. Okay. Gonna look at it. But but it's true. You know, just be, being with her and enjoying in time with her. But also thinking that uh, tomorrow we can go to certain places together and enjoy. Uh, something uh, new, unique. Like uh, we can make any plans, like uh, to uh, even the process of the plan. Yeah. The the, the planning. Yeah. To go to certain place is already joyful for us. Yeah. Because uh, she's very uh, and I'm very analytical. Okay. But she is too as well. She goes like uh, by, she, for example, this trip to Spain. Oh, when we go to Malaga, you're going to eat to this, go to this restaurant and eat this tapa. And then in the afternoon, we're going to this castle and see the sunset. But of course, when we get, when we go there, it may, it may change. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, but, but they're, you, all, they're you, alternative plans. Yeah. But also the, the few months before that, the planning that when we get there and when we go there to see it. And then when we come home, okay, it was a great trip. Nice. Now let's plan the next one. Right? Yeah. And that, that that's 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 the joy that I, that I have with it. So, so like it's uh I, I can see both of us uh enjoying uh, ex- traveling, exploring yeah different and, so travel. Yeah. Travel and travel with her. Yeah, travel with her. Cool. Travel with it. her. I and it. It, it, we like to eat and yeah. we try Everything. I'm glad you mentioned. Do you both of you share cooking duties at home, or uh, mostly her? Mostly her, because when we get home, uh, it's more Dominican food that we eat, like a, just the regular rice. But she's an expert in that. Once in a blue moon, I can cook something, but she hates when I cook because all the trash that I leave behind. Oh, <laughs> you don't yeah. clean up after yourself? I clean, but then I'm the kind of person that. I spend some time in culinary. Yeah. You too. Yeah. So I, I, when I make a sauce, I put a spoon, you know, I try it. Oh. That spoon goes to the dry. And then uh, let yeah. me put a little bit more garlic, another yeah. spoon. Yeah. 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 So, and then uh, frying or, or something, I had to use a different thing. But by the end of the meal, uh, everything's dirty. Everything is dirty. Yeah. So, and then, well, I, I watch it, but sure. she, she hates that. Sure. She's sitting there cringing, watching. Yeah. She's I got to leave the kitchen because you're making me cringe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, going back to the first thing, yeah, that, uh, that's where I see my joy uh, moving forward. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I saw a meme not too long ago that said uh, something along the lines of every, every relationship has two kinds of pe- people in it. The first person says, um, okay, I got our passports renewed. I have our itineraries printed out. I have a, I called for, uh, I hired a taxi or an Uber to pick us up at this time. Uh, this is the name of the company that's picking us up when we get there. And I've, and I've packed for both of us. And the other person says, cool, where are we going again? <laughs> I'm the second person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife, yeah. I, oh. When it, before this trip, the, the the luggage was weeks before they were packed and ready to go. Weeks, yeah, a couple of weeks before. So, so no, there's no like I might want to wear that before the trip worries or anything like that. Uh, three four shorts. I mean, my in my case, I told I want four shorts, eight underwears, and five shirts, yeah, and two pairs of between sandals and tennis, yeah, that's it, and then. 
we'll go from there. Easy peasy. That's what she put over there, and we'll go to Alpha and what she put. When, when you landed, yeah. you're like, oh, here's a... Oh. Okay, these are my five shirts, <laughs> you know, and uh, my four shorts. I love it. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Thank you so much. This has oh. been a blast. I'm really, really glad you... I mean, you could have been like, I don't want to do that. But oh, not, no. not only did you pick records and pick a date, but you got in your car and drove down here to sit with me in my basement for a couple hours. It's, it's, it's a blessing to have people to talk to. Uh, uh, we got the same kind of lifestyle. And then also, as we know each other for many years, uh, I, I see you now some from what I see before, and I see you more at peace and happy. And I, I, I'm happy to see that. Thank you. So, uh, and uh, if I want to see you next year, I hope I can see you even more happy. Well, than I, what mean, I, see. I might, I might be uh, pissed off for a year and then happy for a year and then pissed. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. but, but, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'm happy to see people. You know, nowadays we were talking in in a break a few minutes ago. You know, nowadays uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, disconnect, disconnect yeah. be- between pe- people for whatever political ideas or religious or whatever. But, but in the common ground, we're human, and we need to interact with each other. I want to see the other people as happy as as I right. am. Right. Well, it's yeah. it's a weird thing. Like uh, for me, um, I I have a hard time. Um, hearing about uh, like brutal struggles of people. I have a hard time seeing, uh, you know, whether it's footage or in real life. Uh, the other night, the other day I went down this terrible TikTok rabbit hole. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a, uh, I believe the account name is AML. Yeah. And it's a guy that's making a documentary, I believe, or a film about Kensington which is a, a part of Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe northern Philadelphia. And it's literally just blocks and blocks of trash and people that are completely strung out. I mean, like mm-hmm. standing upright and they're completely wow. flop. I mean, like, cause, cause the drug situation is mm-hmm. so literally like, and they, he, they, he, he talks to some people. Mm-hmm. And they 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 they're still sharp and clear. I mean, they're very they're very messed up uh, from drugs. Not only just the way they look, but you can tell that their brain has taken a, it's taken a toll. But they're still sharp enough to they can tell you. Here's what happened. Here's what I was doing in my life. Here's the event that sent me. And you know, yeah, so, so now uh, I spend all day trying to raise enough money to buy drugs to get high again, and. Uh, it's literally blocks and blocks of people like it's i can't it's it's Mm. pain so anyway it's very very difficult i couldn't i couldn't turn away for a while but it was it was very hard it's hard to look at that and know that that's happening um so i think you know if we're all kind of on the right mindset the right wave um it should feel shitty to look at people struggling and it should feel good to see people happy and doing well. Mm -hmm. So if, if that's not the case, if you're, uh, if you look at somebody that's struggling and you're like, look at that piece of shit, or thank God that's not me. That's, or if you look at somebody that's doing well and you don't like them because of it, like that's not, you you got, you gotta, you gotta recalibrate Mm -hmm. some, I don't know, therapy, you know, 
point being, um, I, I really enjoy having conversations with good people and having good vibes where, where, you know, you are the kind of person that enjoys seeing people happy and yeah. you don't want to see people struggling. I mean, we need more of that. Yeah, I try to I try to avoid you know those uh, those feelings even for me. Uh, that's why I disconnect from the news. Not, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you have to. There's a reality over there that you don't have to that you need to pay attention. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But if that lets you involve and your mindset and uh, like only thinking that everything that you see is bad and is uh, you're gonna get in, into that spiral, and that uh, you won't you won't get easily. Out of it easily and then, and then it's hard to get out of it's it. it's yeah. hard to get out of there and uh, yes there are bad situations out there but also they're good there are good people good situations you know that and life goes on yeah i try to even with my kids talking with my kids you know don't don't pay yes be aware yeah but then don't, don't get too consumed you know uh and try to be as happy as you can be don't procrastinate happiness you know you can be happy if you want to right now and there, you don't have to be a millionaire right. like for example right. when you were and when i was trying to reach happiness through getting a, a title you don't have to be a, a gm or something right you can be happy right now right. with the little things that, that that you have yeah uh, well uh i mean if uh, e easy to do if you have a super fantastic partner that, oh yeah that you yeah like i i, I i've been blessed i've been the kid my wife my kids my my nucleus is is phenomenal. So I I've been very blessed, and the family that I'm coming from as well. Right, you're very tight, very 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 uh, close together. So. I mean, uh, if if we wanted to, we could run down the list of everybody that came before the La Trenta, <laughs> and and like the people whose folks are still together and that visibly love one another. Very rare. So for you, to, I mean, it sounds like your folks loved each other. Oh yeah, they they were together for fifty eight years. Yeah, and then you, I mean, you didn't you didn't throw off the pattern. You kept kept the thing going. Oh, yeah. uh, hopefully, your kids do the same. Yes, um, uh, from what I see, my my well, hopefully, but my son, he's a very good relationship with his girlfriend. Okay, uh, and, and from what I see. Seems to be that that, that trend. How, how long have they been together? Uh, two, three years. Three, three, and three years. You and your wife like her? Oh, love her. And like she, she's our daughter. Sure. She's and, and another then, daughter. And then does your daughter also like her? Oh, she loves her. Nice. You know, yeah. And uh, we, we, she came with us to Dominican last year. Okay. Uh, for a few weeks. Nice. And she and she loved the Dominican Republic. Uh, where's she from? Uh, she here, Kansas City. Case like born and raised, KC. Born and raised, KC. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Man, seriously, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you for the invitation. Of course. We'll talk to you. Thank you. Bye. That was fun.